Hey, you are listening to the all-new Anti-Fanboy Podcast for the week of April 23rd. The most getting high-worthy weeks of the whole year. How y'all doing? I'm the Richard Scary of Podcasters, Devin Kopeck. I am the Jason Voorhees of Podcasters, Christopher Galanti. Thank you. Hey, I'm create a character podcaster. Balrog. Balrog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And your boy Steve, how you doing? What are you up to? What are you doing in my swamp? All right. <laughs> was it last week that Steve or that Chris didn't know what a Shrek quote was, or was it something to do I with Shrek? Right? Shrek the halls. Somebody, <laughs> somebody definitely missed. Like they didn't know Shrek talked about swamps or something. What? I yeah, about am I crazy? We all know. I'm sure my, my kids Shrek. Yeah. Sounds like Chris is covering up. Chris is covering up. You've had some weird fever dream, shitting too much. You have been shitting a little too much, Devin. You, you know what's funny is right before this this episode started, I said I needed a drink. No, I just took a really quick shit instead. <laughs> That's what it came out of the back end. Oh, oh man. That God. level wow. of violence. Wow. That's guys, body horror right there. Have you have you guys seen my latest book, What Do People Do All Day? It came out in 1968. What do people do? What are you talking about? What I don't that? understand this reference. My Richard Scary books? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. Nobody knows. Am I the only one who knows about Richard Scary? I think so. Am I the only one with a brain big enough? I'm, I'm, fa- I'm familiar with know about Richard. I know about Busy Town. What's Busy Town? Isn't that what the Richard Scary? Out <laughs> uh, a busy, busy world? No, uh, Busy Dude. Town. This is a real busy, person. Busy Town. Yeah. Oh my guess. Person. Chris, you didn't know about Richard Scary. I knew about you Shrek in a swamp. I don't know who Richard Scarry is. Okay? Richard Scarry, he he, he was like an American time. children's author. He like, you know, it's his last name was Scary, and you think you're, it was going to write scary you're books. Probably, you're probably familiar with Lowly Worm, the character of Lowly Worm, Chris. What the, Jeez, Chris. Is that a jab at me? What the hell does that mean? No, Chris, I'll, I'll, send, you a, I'll send you a picture of Lowly Worm. Why would I know what that is? Are you implying something? The way you're saying that, you sound like hey, you're implying something. Hey, I'm going to send Chris a pig will and pig won't. Let's see maybe if his brain picks that up. Yo, you I'm, guys po- are- I'm, I'm posting this in the um the uh, shit talk, but you're familiar with lowly worm. Stop saying it like that. He drives around in an apple, Chris. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, oh now it comes back. Okay. <laughs> you hear oh, that shit. laugh? That's Chris. That's Chris finally getting my Richard Scary jokes. Wow. That's it. We just opened up a, 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 a channel of imagination Jeez. right now. That's, that's a deep cut, man. That's Isn't deep it? Cut. That's a deep yeah. cut. Yeah. I came in with a level of idiocy today. Wow. I know. Cho- I woke up and chose violence. Chose fucking no. that's so old. It's the like, best mistake ever in other stories was the book I think I I had when I, I was think a kid. The door is unlocked in my brain now. I was a I was a big Berenstein Bears kid. So. Yeah. Oh, I was a big Berenstein Bears. Berenstein Bears. Yeah. I, I was a I was a Richard Burnside Bear. I and... actually was talking about chocolate fever. On Saturday, you guys know what that is, right? 
Oh, yeah, you did. You were talking about that. You guys know what Chocolate it's... Fever is? Anybody hear of it? Hear of it? No. Uh, that is like the fun version of Chocolate, Chocolate Thunder. <laughs> no. I know that. Chocolate Fever is a book about a kid who refuses to eat anything but chocolate and chocolate sweets, and he ends up getting Chocolate Fever. It's a kid's book back in the day. Ooh, wait a second. Uh, I mean, think it's Chocolate Fever. Possibly. I think it's a cool story. Remember. It would make a good That's, I mean, Yeah, no, dude, this, um, this book, this old-timey book cover, yes. Looks familiar, right? And I don't... Did he die at the end? Oh yeah, he died painfully. Oh yeah, yeah it was okay. it was a little it was very hardcore. <laughs> Look at that kid. He was he's got the chocolate. he's got the little pox all over him. He's got Look, the chocolate fever pox. He was vomiting chocolate for ten pages straight at the end. <laughs> God, it was awful. And then they just found out he just had too many chocolate moose. No, it was AIDS. He had AIDS. <laughs> it wasn't, they called it chocolate fever, but the doctors didn't know what it was back then. So. Now, fellas, if we're talking about children's book, uh, may I? remind you of a little uh, ditty that was my favorite the stinky cheese man and other mm, fairly I really like that. the uh, the art was particularly unique it is very unique and the 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 i guess I, what i remember from that book is the the feeling of the cover was very nice and smooth like it was like a yeah. matte gloss on that book mm-hmm. so it was very attractive during the book fairs Dude, if it had that, if it had that little silver metal thing on it, I knew I was in for a good, a good sit. If oh it was yeah, a poster of a Lamborghini with a blonde chick laying on. Oh the Oh my god, <laughs> I wasn't picking that up, fair. dude. That's yeah, the book. That's fair. the thing. Oh, Some kids got fair. that. I got stinky <laughs> cheese, man. It was like Ferraris and like posters of big titty girls and. <laughs> Yeah, know, John, John went to a better school than we did. Remember? <laughs> no, 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 because no, I remember that too. They didn't have they didn't have the titty car car posters. They just but it's definitely like Lamborghini. No, you guys are surprised. Yeah, Steve, you're surprised that we had Lamborghini girl posters, but we had RoboCop marketed to us as as toys and stuff. That's like, fair. You're right. We 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 shouldn't have been. We all act surprised when all the all the YouTube children, all the YouTuber children, like buy Lamborghinis. It's we're it's we're like, why? Why would people want that? Why would people want? Oh, right! It's because all they had were pictures of Lamborghinis and Ferraris. <laughs> you talking about Andrew Tate, John? And Lisa <laughs> uh, sure. John no, no, King. he's a he's a big He's a Bugatti driver. I'm a Bugatti driver. My head uh, an egg. Are you anybody? If you don't hear the Bugatti. <laughs> Ripped, his ass is getting ripped up by 14 year olds on Twitter. <laughs> oh. That's lovely. I'm oh, so happy okay. about that. You know, low tier God gets to exist, but Andrew Tate's in jail. God. <laughs> God. It's kind of he crazy. Gets to exist. When, when low tier God knows where to pump the brakes, even. Yeah. I don't know if he does. I, I don't he think does. he's famous enough. I don't think he's famous I enough. I remember I saw online there was like a list of rules for his chat and it was like be nice to LGBTQ. I was like, what? Really? Well, because he got canceled. He got fucking banned from Evo and all Capcom events. No shit. Because really? he was he was bullying a tra- a trans person. Oh my god. That's why yeah. it's there. He okay. was saying some really fucking shitty stuff about it. Look your God say shitty stuff. I don't believe it. So it was only the a thing rule is at least, after he, at least he backed. At least he was like, "Well, oh, maybe I should look. Maybe I should look at my actions." <laughs> no, he just know, wanted to double sure. down. You know what, Steve? 
I'm, I gotta stop you guys right there. He did not do anything at all to redeem himself. It was one of his mods. It, it doesn't his mods like, dude, you gotta stop. Yeah. You gotta no, stop, I, or you can't make any money anymore. Like that's what it is. Like, yeah, it's not yeah, like, that's why it's not he like he, care. he felt bad. Like, well, he's still a terrible human being. He pees in jugs though, so I got that over him. You know, he's <laughs> in milk gardens. I don't do that. I don't even know where he's streaming on because he's not. He he's banned from Twitch too. Oh, he's so. probably on Rumble. He's probably on Rumble. I don't know what it is. I'm friends with him on Facebook. Well, let me see. Yo, it's, don't you don't you have <laughs> you should on fix that? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I, it's funny. Like, it's like yeah, it's fucking. Just yeah, it's yeah. just like you know. I I I hate him and I hate everything he says. But like, but um, at the same time, you know. Yeah. Here. Here. <laughs> Like this one post from a couple weeks ago was why oh, you should never play Facebook. mobile games as a man, and it's just this fucking clip. <laughs> one oh clip. Here, I'll, I'll read. That's I'll read funny. it to you because it's That's words. Funny. That's funny. Steam decks. You're either an incel. You're a bitch in a relationship. You're an NPC. You're all Wait, three. I would never Steam personally decks? sit back and play a fucking mobile game. The last time I played a mobile game was Flappy Bird. That's how long ago it was. If you have a Steam Deck and you're a grown-ass man, your girlfriend or your wife does not find you attractive. (laughs) (laughs) Because you you play a game on your phone. And then he's just like, he grabs his phone and he pretends to play it, play, like, really intently. And then it's just clips of him at the gym lifting while he's saying all this You know, listen, that is actually very funny. (laughs) It's just like, then he ties in all this other horrible shit. Because it's yeah, like that's yeah. funny. That and is being, that like, and he's being sincere about it. Like if he was joking, I'd say, "Oh, okay, that's cool." But like, he's he's absolutely believing. But he's absolutely serious. Like, yeah, that's the problem. Your girlfriend or your wife do not find you attractive. You're like, like, yeah, mobile games. That's really like that's like, that's actually a wonderful like level of like hate mail to get in like in your PSN account when somebody <laughs> sends you that because you beat them in a game. Like that's amazing, you know, and that's funny to read as like a, a dig. But yeah, the fact that he actually thinks that, and then oh wait, his Twitch all- account was yeah. restored six months ago, or no, no, in March last month after okay. six months of being banned. Jesus. So Good. maybe he's he's on there again. You know, all the people that I wouldn't mind watching YouTube box and get his face broken in. Why not low to your god? There was, I thought you were going to say there was Mark just a challenge. There, there was just a challenge day. recently, wasn't there? Yeah, they, they did Trader Clash uh, too. They did a few things. There was a thing um, last night called Kinga. I mean, it, it, listen, this is the new thing, and it, I, I sound like a thousand year old man because I kind of complain about it. I'm like, I just don't understand why somehow the natural next step between YouTuber is to get your Fox. fucking brain cells. Knocked out of your head. I think it has. It's not like these people are good. Teamstar just tweeted to. Now that you've mentioned it, Devin, Teamstar tweeted 44 minutes ago. He said, "Why do I get told every day to get low tier god a boxing match? Fine, (laughs) I will make it happen." That's what he says. I think it was novelty at first, but I also think it has something to do with like the the competitive rivalry of being in YouTube. And like, uh, wait, Wings of Redemption and Boogie Two Nine Eight Eight are boxing? What? <laughs> oh my god! What? There's like a trailer for it. You know what I picture? Posted. I picture two blobs just like standing in either corner and like not being able to move, <laughs> yeah. throwing punches. Bro, nothing. this is really gonna happen? 
So I hear. Let me, I, let I mean, I guess just answer. Let me answer send you the a picture, and I want you to tell me. I want you to tell me who you think will win. Look, listen, look. These two. That ego raptor guy just won. Listen, look, look, listen. Yeah, but between these two guys, who you think is going to win the, the boxing match? It's in the uh, shit talk channel. And it's I don't know who wins a redank. I've never seen that guy. What? Really? What? Devin, there Devin, are some hold on. I got to send you a link. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna stop the podcast, oh, no. and you're going to watch this whole video. No, we're, not, we're not stopping. <laughs> <laughs> and you can watch this, Devin. No, I'm serious. You, you, you have to. The, are you sending them the down the rabbit hole video? Yes. Oh, that. Dude, that is so yeah. good. Yeah, that's, dude, that's, it's so good, Devin. You have to watch this tonight. So I'm by by kidding. that context, is should I vote for him instead of Boogie? No, no. I, <laughs> I don't know. The thing is, like, <laughs> isn't Boogie like a, a decent dude, or am I crazy? I, I don't. He know. seems like know. a decent guy, yeah. But the thing is, like, he got. I think he has a wings teeth. of redemption too, doesn't he? Or not wings of redemption? Uh, down the rabbit hole, Devin. He? You he have does, to really? watch this video. Maybe this guy, this this down the rabbit hole guy. Does good work. He hasn't he does need th- anything. It's so long, man. I know he he did one on Dark Side Phil too. I know you guys remember him. He's one of my oh. faves. Oh, that guy. Oh, I remember yeah. you guys telling me about this. Oh, actually, my favorite of his is the uh, what is that OS? The one about that crazy guy who invented an operating system. Oh, yeah. Temple OS. Mm-hmm. Oh, so so wait wait. This he he completely turned my he completely turned my um my opinion around on furries too. Like watching yeah. his video on furries. Me too. I'm like, oh, they're just regular people. Yeah. And because he like broke it down, it was like, this is why they get bad press all the time because this one thing happened one time. It was that yeah, orgy, right? It was like some I don't know. Somebody, like, yeah, there was like a weird sexual thing in an elevator at a hotel once, and then since then everybody thinks that furry furries are just like fucking yeah. sex crazed like freaks when they're just they're just people yeah they're just regular people every anime convention right (laughs) i remember the boogie guy some guy was like harassing him like trolling him to the point where he showed up at boogie's house and boogie was in his doorway with a pistol and he's like i will shoot you to death if you come me yeah because like you know people were kind of like this fucked up but people are like dude he's been harassing him for months dude the final the final fan yeah i think boogie got so good too Oh, Final Fantasy House. That the one's like Fantasy a One House is oh, fucking creepy. Jesus. So wait, is it? Is it okay? Wait, time out, time out. Is this? It's down the rabbit hole, right? Yeah. It's not Wings <laughs> of Redemption. The, the name of the channel no. is Down the Rabbit Hole, and what he does is he he does these like short documentary types on like the fucking back alley, like back alley, like toilet toilet streets of the right. internet. Okay, and it's like super interesting because. Well, like, I know, think not everybody knows about these things. This Listen, Final Fantasy House one is pretty creepy, though. If this so fight happens, if this Actually, fight happens, uh, Boogie's gonna win because somebody's kneecap is gonna fucking explode. Dude, all he's gotta go, all all Wings has to do is fucking go after Boogie's new teeth. He's got like fresh teeth. <laughs> why is this happening? Just walking you know, like, why would you? Walk? All right, but, okay, but you see my point, though. You see um, my point. It's like, why is this the natural step? I think it's just it's just toxic masculinity and the weird YouTube culture breed. Boogie and this Wings of Redemption guy don't really strike me as toxic masculinity. Oh, I, I think I Devin, think it's, you should okay, 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 okay. All first. All right, all right. You're right. You're right. You're somebody right. somebody shows up to your house with like a big money offer to like yes. box someone. Well, okay, that's the thing, right? Is like I hope these guys are actually making like a legit because the one creators class that was like for charity. Yeah, and and the fucking the epic mealtime guy got 
badly concussed. And I'm like, I hope he made money because that is not fucking worth it, dude. On top of the training, I don't know how they're not sparring, you know, but like, I don't know. I'm just like, dude, that shit counts. I'm going to be honest with you. I think Wings of Redemption knows he's going to win. And that might make me want to watch it because (laughs) I know he's going to lose, you know, like that level of confidence because he does have that. I've seen him in the videos like (laughs) he gets made fun of so much, but he's still doing it. Like there's there's some level of confidence there that I, I don't even understand. No, listen, and you know what? They're both going to probably lose like 70 pounds for this fight because that's just what's – Yeah, yeah. if if any of them are taking it no, even no. remotely serious, that weight's going to fucking fall off. They, Wings of Redemption tried to lose weight before, and he – like people actually tried to help him do it, and he just is like completely helpless. Like, well, yeah. then maybe he won't win. I don't know. Well, didn't – no, Boogie got a gastric bypass, didn't he? Why the f- – like, and he got a new I'm teeth. sorry. Okay. I don't know, man. I just like it's. I there's some mental block <laughs> I have when it comes to YouTubers and taking them seriously. Oh, and I know that's like fucked up and well, kind of that, that could also be part of it, Devin. Maybe the boxing is their attempt to be taken seriously. But like boxing's not something that just I, like it oh. shows commitment. You can, I thank, guess? you can thank Jake Paul for this. Yeah, no, it's the fucking Paul brothers. It's their fault because they they made it so it's like boxing is the is the natural step. Over no, and, and you know. YouTubing. And you know what it is too? It was that the Paul brothers didn't want to train MMA because it was too dangerous. So they said, "Let's just box." Because I remember that the Paul because they were high school wrestlers, and so they were like, the "Let's UFC do an MMA." So they could do. They probably could do MMA. They've got some. some yeah, no, because I think I think it started with Logan Paul wanted to do an MMA fight with KSI, and KSI was like, "Fuck that!" Like, no. And then it was like, okay, let's just box, bro, because we both suck at boxing. And that's how it started. They both just found something they were Boxing equally... cost CTE, though. I mean, isn't yeah, it... but at the same time, if I'm going to fight a YouTuber, air quote, fight a YouTuber, like, you want something where you're going to have a chance, oh, you know? Like, yeah. KSI would, like, if he, if he even, you know, amateur fought Logan Paul, in an MMA match, Logan Paul would just take him down, and that'd be it. That'd oh, be the, you're saying the, it's uh, for competition's sake? Yeah, KSI K- K- was like, "I'm absolutely not." Good. He doesn't know how to. He wasn't a high school wrestler, you know. So he's like, "Yeah, why the fuck would I do that?" So they pick boxing because everybody knows how to stand and throw their arms. You know, everything big, else. Boxing has got big payouts like UFC too. I mean, that could be part of it. I mean, listen, he's got big gloves. They got boxing, big gloves where it won't hurt as bad, <laughs> or so they think. All right, boxing is not universally big payouts. It's just not. It's you have your Canelo Alvarez's, and well, that's it, like it, it depends on the celebrity of the boxer, right? Isn't that how right. it works? But the thing is, is when your fan base are under the age of eighteen. You know, wings are been, wings been around a little bit. His fan base, you know, Chris, if you want to pay for it, buy the pay per view. <laughs> no, I pay for it. You know, if it was wing, if it's wings versus boogie, I, I would pay for that. It seems yeah. real, you know, based off of a, a I'll pay for it. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Search. They're gonna be gas. I'm not gonna sit here round. and boycott this because it's toxic. Gonna, I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna enjoy it. In the first round. They're gonna, gonna be gas within the first 13 seconds, dude. What are you fucking talking about? I don't even know what that's gonna be. They're going to throw, like, three punches, and they're going to be... And listen, some guys I like. You know, like that Keith Apicare guy, he he just boxed a few weeks ago, too. Low-tier guy, low-tier guy would actually be pretty interesting, though, because he's actually yeah. has, like, a... 
Like he goes to the gym. He's like yeah, he yeah well, athletic he, physique. So yeah, he's got a good physique. How Don't old know if is low tier guy? How old is that dude? Probably like our age, maybe really? a little younger. Yeah, it's probably like early thirties. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know. Hmm. I thought he was younger. What if they... Maybe because he's an idiot. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, of course. 100%. Just assume, you know. I can't help it. I'm an older. I'm getting old, and I usually think dumber. You're younger. You're dumber. But man, you just stay I mean, dumb sometimes. Yeah, I remember one time I, I met. I, I had some conversation with this old guy. This like could be my grandfather' age at, at a bar, and uh, man, that guy was dumb as fuck. And I was just like, "Wow, <laughs> never you, mind." It, it, like it, like shattered the illusion right then. <laughs> I think if Lutier got to actually box uh, Viscan, he, he would dist- he would kill Viscan. I think. I don't even I don't know. know. That is. Yeah. You, you've seen the video, right, of him like fuck at a at um like a street fighter event? Oh, like, that 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 small dude, that small yeah, the, the guy who said eat my. He's like, I shoved my dick in your mouth or something after he beat him. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, the, the the wash the taste of my yeah, dick off your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> That was so good. Yeah, this is like this is like one. Of, it's like a fucking crowning achievement, and actually, it's a fucking horrible thing for the fighting game community that this happened. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. No, you've never seen that. this, Chris? No, I don't think so. I didn't what? <laughs> so what happened was they were beefing online because um, low tier god uh, played against him in Street Fighter, like online, and I think he rage quit or something. So Viscant like talked shit on Twitter. But Viscant's like a Marvel vs. Capcom like Evo champion. Like he's actually like <laughs> he's an actual real like fighting game player. Yeah. So like then they like challenged each other at this Wednesday night fights event and like they made it this huge thing. And they were like actually like talking real shit to each other. See, man, I think it's a toxic masculinity thing because like competitive games and shit that always brings it out. Oh man, Kroby Cat made a fucking FGC <laughs> video. Oh, I bet he did. What if it's just him two hours in dunking on Resident Evil? Hey, Steve, Four, you, you play a lot of Dead by Daylight. What's the is the competitive scene getting really toxic? Or... Who wants the box? Yeah, what's the box I mean, you in the Dead by every, Daylight scene, Steve? Every, every competitive scene is toxic. I guess. I guess it's just the way it is. So. I don't think it's like you know. I think there's like you know people who do it for the spectacle, and then I think there's people who do it for charity. So I think it's like depending on who the promoters are. Yeah. You know. You're saying being a scumbag for charity? No, 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 no. I'm talking about like the boxing events. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, confused. I'm sorry. I kind of lost the thread of this. I just want to be, yeah. I'm a scumbag, yeah. but it's for, th- it's for charity. Steve, if somebody if somebody challenges slime ball to a boxing match at anything, I'd be like, you've made it. Yeah, that's it's true. Done. That would be yeah. the point I think you That's the peak now, weirdly. That's how you know you've made it. Steve, you would have to fight. I don't know. I don't even know who's who's popular in the dead. Oh, game. you know who I heard is talking a lot of shit on Slimeball? Um, the Doc, I think. Dr. Disrespect. <laughs> Steve, you got to fight that six, six <laughs> foot six. Dude, I, was watching, I was watching his playthrough of Resident Evil 4, and like the fucking first thing he says, like once he gets to the church, it was like, this should be a great battle royale. Like he just starts trying to make it into a battle royale. And I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, you could look over there at those mountains over there. You could land in. This is fucking. I'm like, I, I I just hope Capcom doesn't like take that seriously and like try to make a battle. That's gonna be the next multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah. Steve, who who are the big? Who are the big names in Dead by Daylight? 
you know like the name the streamers yeah i mean there's a ton of them there's an absolute ton yeah there's okay i just thought there was like one or two that are super famous yeah i mean there's always like the go-tos but there's like you know there's there's a handful there's definitely a handful okay i don't even know any names i know uh, there's one guy i've heard of his name is red or reds something reds gaming something i don't know that's just my limited knowledge of that Mm. i've never never really went into it i don't i to be honest i hate i'm not a competitive game guy anymore i'm just not interested i'm not really either like that's the thing there's definitely like multiple like facets when it comes to these things because there's always like there's the competitive there's the competitive players there's the competitive streamers there's the like comedy streamers okay there's like just like the ones that are there for like the vibes where it'll be like they'll play that game, but then they'll also do like you know goofy games. And stuff so like they're that. they're more like celebrity versus competitive. Yeah, a lot of the thing is it's just like you know if they're big, they're usually like a big YouTube channel that also streams. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting <clears throat> indeed. Um. So, fellas, uh, what, what, the bad boy. What have, the bad we, boy what, have, what have we? What have we? What have we watched? this week i know we, i know i've seen things with some of you all of you actually yeah. uh we went to the theater anti-fanboy goes to the theater this weekend movies movies folks um we watched the movies watch two films in particular uh with with it was me and devin in both squads but mm-hmm. um me devin and john went to go see both afraid and me devin and steve went to go see evil dead rise um and I'll be honest, I think um, I was slightly underwhelmed by both. If I'm really... Oh, I was hoping you guys would say that I would, Dead Rise was really good. I would actually... Good. I think I actually agree with you, John. Or, uh, John uh, Whoa, I, I don't have any opinion on anything <laughs> Chris, right Yeah, now. John, I, I do agree with that thing you said. I, 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 think, um, I think both films I had really... I really had high hopes for. And, I, and the Rotten Tomatoes score for... Evil Dead Rises, I think, is way too high. But then again, it's an act. How high is it? I have not seen it's like it. In the it's 90s. like in 95, dude. Yeah. What? It's nuts. It's bananas. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, it's actually, it's dropped to a more realistic 84%. Okay. Okay. That's more. Yeah. That's better. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, like, when we came into it, it was like a 95. It was something very high. I, you know, uh, let, let's start with Evil Dead Rise. I, um, you know, we're all Evil Dead fanatics yeah. here. I think, I, yeah. I let the hype get to me a little bit for this I, one. I think that's also part of it. But I mean, we all, we were going to see this regardless, right? We were going to see this regardless of the, yeah. of the Rotten Tomatoes score. Is yeah. something that we, we've been watching since we were children. Um, right. And, you know, there's something about the remake. And I'm going to bring that up first. Um, because it's so brutal and so mean-spirited. <laughs> that makes it something almost different than the evil you're talking about the 2013 talking about the 2013 remake yeah yeah Yeah. um it's so it's mean-spirited and brutal and gory and it's almost like a nice little departure from what we're used to yeah i kind of feel like this one was trying to be both yeah it had its feet in like both but it didn't really like didn't do either well either Yeah. yeah yeah exactly um and you know, I, I, if anything, I feel like they should have gone all the way back to the more comedic nature of like Evil Dead Two, with this, with this new one. But uh, what we got was something that was a little tonally uneven, um, something that had an opening that I think was unnecessary. 
it kind like that opening kind of like confused me for the the entirety of the film yeah man me too (laughs) i was like i don't know how this ties in at all and i was waiting for it the whole time it's almost it's almost like they just said we need a cabin checkbox scene so i guess that's it man and that's really that's kind of unfortunate i i really if that's the case if that's like the reasoning because they we have to put a cabin in it like that's fucking dumb yeah it um, felt like yeah. they put like well it, it was dumb <laughs> that's the yeah it's like because I, I can't think of what'd you say man i didn't hear you. it feels like they put a mini movie around the movie yeah like, yeah that like post-production they were like we need more movie you know, maybe yeah. you're right, man. If somebody said if somebody made like a reshoot, I would actually if that was all like reshoot stuff, I'd believe it. Okay. I, it probably well, is. So you like think none it, of that feels connected. They were coming in at like what, like eighty five, maybe eighty two minutes, and they were like, We need to need to bump this up to yeah, 90. Make this a little bit longer. Put some, yeah. put some uh, Man, that's even put worse. Put a drone here. Put a drone here. This maybe. this was a good move though, because this is originally just gonna be a max uh, just a max, just a max opening. Um, and then it, I think it tested really well, so that's it got a theatrical release. What do you mean, Max? Oh, you're saying it was like HBO Max. HBO it was Max. just going to be like a kind of like how Hellraiser, Leatherface, Prey, like all these kind of horror slash monster movies are kind of just showing up on a streaming service, not so much. You know, it's kind of cool. I mean, outside of this movie, this is a little off topic. <laughs> not, not really. Uh, every streaming service has like their own little premiere horror movie that they. <laughs> That they yeah. just released on them. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's cool. I think that's really neat. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. yeah. But Evil Dead Rise did do really well. Twenty three million. Okay. For an R rated movie. Yeah. Um, pretty solid. You know, if you, if you care about those, which I kind of do. It was but... a good juxtaposition for you know because Mario was out, and I'm sure there are people that are like you know that weren't just something like Evil Dead Rise. So it was good. Like it wasn't the same type of movie as Mario, and it right. didn't compete well with a Mario. So it was something different, which is always great. Like you remember when Mama Mia came out the same day as Dark Knight? Like that was perfect. <laughs> yeah. No, I cuz I actually think Mama Mia did actually kind of well for yeah. what it was yeah. going for. You know? Um, so But yeah, overall, um as far as the film's concerned, I like some of the characters. I think I think the mother was like, kind of underdeveloped too. Now that like thinking back on it. Like Yeah, yeah I I kind of expected a little bit more, but if like they could have done more, it's just they decided to put that weird frame story around it. And... Yeah, you're right. Like if 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 it was the case where they were trying to make runtime, and they didn't add more to her, like her backstory, that's even worse. Like it makes who me... um, yeah. who said that they they did more time setting up like the weapons? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so true the weapons were more important than the characters in this movie. they really were mm-hmm. and like, like i liked i actually liked the kid like the kids were fun you know i think like enough right i like them enough um and I thought, I thought bridget was a little annoying she was like the rebel like yeah the, the aunt rebel aunt yeah. Oh, oh no no no! You're talking about uh yeah the, the, the middle daughter. Yeah, like yeah. She, she was doing like uh you know keep the planet cool. Like she was really yeah. kind of over the top with that. But then when she started like <laughs> protecting everybody, I was like, oh she's she's actually yeah. like good. She's like the mother hen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that made me like her more. But I guess I didn't have enough time with her too because then you know something happens and um it's like no, stuff goes like, down yeah i feel like this movie is just full of like dick licking and there's no like follow through 
Right. I feel like the trailer kind of just gives you all the hits. Yeah, it does. That kind of that age old problem where it's like, yeah. oh, the best stuff is in there. But all that being well, said, I didn't hate it. Like, I didn't. No, know. It, it, was, it was a fun. It was, a it fun was above. It was above like a like. You know, like I actually yeah. really like this. I think it's a um, good also. Set. I think it's a good set. I think that. Yeah, yeah. Also, they they do give you. Um, you know, I think one of the more inventive deadites uh, that we've seen ever uh, at the end with the the Rat King type looking that thing. Cool. Like that was pretty cool. That was yeah. pretty cool. I mean, it was very Man, short. There was a rat king. It, um, <laughs> yeah. mm. it, there was, but you don't see it too much. Like it's very much hidden in chat, which is probably for the best because it probably looked ridiculous in in full light. But like, yeah, because yes. it is practical, which you got. You know, I like. I like a lot. I like that too. Um, so yeah. So overall, I think it's a solid fuck. I think um, it's a good sit territory for me. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it, but it could have been better. Like in a lot of ways. Um, and uh, the other film that we saw over this weekend was Bo is Afraid. Um, and, you know, like I said, I, I felt like half this movie is, half of Bo is Afraid is truly ambitious and interesting. I'd say more than half. I'd say three quarters of it is truly ambitious, entertaining, really stupid and silly and weird. And then I'd say 25% of it is ancillary to the point where it could have hit the cutting room floor. Um, mm. I, I feel like there's a lot of fat in this movie. And I think, John, you brought up the fact that one of your friends said they like the play scene in the woods, which is like deep in the second act. And you're absolutely right, John. I think that really, really slowed the pace down. But I don't know if like there was a point to it. I don't know if I'm just like overanalyzing stuff, but like probably could have. But I mean, I'll be honest, I started nodding off during that scene at the same time. So it really was like I could fall asleep right now. I think the point there is a point. I don't want to belabor it too much because I know Steve hasn't seen it um, and I want to keep that under the spoiler wraps. But um, yeah, I, I think there is I think there is a point, but it's a point that was being made already in the film before. Like it, it is not necessarily necessary, uh, but it right. is part of the movie, and I think it does have a point. Um, I wouldn't say cut that entirely, though. You know, like I think there's a lot of it you could cut, but yeah, um, yeah, this film is is troubled by its own ambitious weight. Uh, I think is the way I would I would put it. Yeah, I think I was I was listening to some description of it, and it was like, listen, I kind of knew going in this movie, I meaning the the person I was uh, I was watching, but they're like, I knew I was going to go in this movie with an open mind, kind of interested, knowing that some things are going to annoy me and not really make sense, but just like to be okay with it. And I do kind of feel like that's very similar to how I walked into it, just because knowing it was three hours already, knowing that it's divisive in the sense of it's just like this super self-indulgent movie and just like whatever you're just watching this guy do what he wants and you know you're here to see that not necessarily something for you so to speak um and then watching that yeah and then watching that kind of play out even though it wasn't it's certainly not his best work and it's certainly not what i would be like you have to see this like I, i really See it if you want. It's I don't like, think I'd ever recommend anybody actually like 
Like hereditary, I was screaming at people. I was like, you gotta see this movie right now. You know, and mm. people were doing that with Midsommar. I'd be like, listen, take your time. Watch it if you want. Um, but like, I'm not gonna go and uh, like give a serious anything more than a, like a passing recommendation of this movie. I would, I would totally recommend this to anybody just because of the spectacle. Like, it's like, it's like a, it's like a, a Steve, it's like a fever dream. Like the yeah. whole movie yeah. is like, mm. is it's like that's what's the most interesting thing about it. Like I've never seen anything like it before. No, I don't think I, we. I don't think I'll ever see anything like it again. I think I, uh, think, I don't think anybody's gonna try and you know. There are some close recreate. connections to this in Synecdoche, <laughs> New York. I think they. Could, you know what? You know what? I would honestly DNA. think is kind of a better version of this. Is sorry to bother you. I think that's on the same level of like Gonzo no. wacky weird shit. I don't know. And I think it's shorter and more entertaining. I really do. Well, but hey, if I you mean, love uh, that type of movie, if you love Schenectady, is a little more dry. But like, if you love like Sorry to Bother You type movie, I think this more or less would fall under like if you love that, you'd love this. Mm. Oh, um, I feel, I feel yeah. like I need to watch. I feel like I need to watch it again. I agree because also because like the the first time Chris is like, oh man, it's is the whole fucking experience of it, and then yeah. like. Now that we've got the first one out of the way, I think a second a second run through like we could really like try I think, to understand I, it better. I, I think I'm going to give my review an asterisk for that specific reason. Um, yeah. I feel like I I need another viewing because I remember there was something I brought up to John. Uh, it was something I just was thinking about for a while, and it something popped in my head. Um, it's about some foreshadowing in the beginning of the movie for the the end, the very end of the film. <laughs> Um, and it took a while for me to get there. I was just, I don't know why I was thinking about it, but it was like walking. It was going, I was exercising and it just popped in my head. I was like, Oh, that did that foreshadowed this. Um, yeah, John, you're right, man. I need another view of this with fresher eyes. Yeah. Cause people are like, people are asking me like, is it good? Like it's real device. I'm like, I don't know if I can say if it's good or not. I'm like, well, I think it's I'm good, like, but it's not great. Yeah. I was like, I, I was like, I really enjoyed the, my time at the theater watching it. Like, if that means anything, but yeah, that's huge. Like, yeah. I don't necessarily, I don't know if that actually means like if it's like a good movie or not. Because, or it, does it even is it even a movie at this point? Like, I don't <laughs> well, even know. I don't know. Like that, there is three acts. I think it it functions that like that that like there is definitively a first and a second and a third. But it just get it's like a fucking tornado. It's like a tornado of like fucking. I don't. I don't even want. I don't even know what to say. Like, it's, it's fear. Just, it's fear. It, it, and, it gets increasingly, increasingly worse, and I think that's like the point. And hmm. I think there's there's another deeper meaning behind that as well. Like, but I think again, there's like there's a sense. I don't of, know. Like neuroticism that you get while watching it. Like you you. Um, like, you I don't want to. I don't want to sound kino snobby or anything, but I think like just calling it like bad off the get go is like. It's kind of shallow, considering oh, yeah, who it is. Not. Considering who it is that made the movie, you know, this is not I a bad. I don't want to like. Yeah, I don't yeah wanna, like, it's not bad. It's certainly. Yeah, I don't want to like. Like I, I mean, I stand, I stand. Ari Aster. I've said it before. I'll say it again. That I'll, I'll watch anything he, he makes. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that just if that gets him a free pass with me. Like, if I just 
if you're being enjoy it. bias, you think? Right, yeah. Is, am I biased because I no, I love him? No, no John, you're not. <laughs> I, I think that, I think there's some I think there's some expert moments of filmmaking in this. I just think they're yeah, like if they I, like if yeah. they had if they had like film director football jerseys, I would buy Ari Aster's <laughs> football jersey. That's story. a good. That's a good weird story. I'd be wearing my my, my internet my, store. My my ancient uh, uh, fucking Tarantino jersey. Everywhere <laughs> the fucking classic fucking like super vintage Tarantino. Yeah, vintage. That's what. I was yeah, but yeah. Tarantino. And Ari Aster's like the the new one, the new guy, the rookie, the rookie's rookie card. He's got, a I got my card. really weird looking dark Lars von Trier jersey that I bring. Out <laughs> it's just it's just a bra. It's just a bra that's <laughs> like on it. <laughs> and, you know, I, uh, speaking of, like, indulgence, like, because I know, Devin, you brought that up. I don't necessarily think self-indulgent in, uh, media is always bad. Like, no, I, I, I yeah, it, I agree with that. It, it's bad when it's, like, King Kong, the remake, the Peter Jackson remake. Like, that is a self-indulgent mess of a movie. Or, like, what was, oh God, what was that other super similar movie where it was, like, why they even put that's the thing. Oh, there's no, Jedi. there's no other movie like this. Devin. There isn't. You can say that. Sorry, not sorry to, sorry to bother you. Like I don't think it is. Nothing's like. I mean, just in terms of like, just like I, you're just watching a bunch of crazy stuff that's hard to explain. Sure, you know, like I, it, that's I, a I vibe. Like, I should say vibe more so I, than anything, vibe. That's but. a good way to put it. I feel like this movie does share the DNA with some other films, but I feel like it is very unique and and yeah. ambitious. It's just, crazy, dude. Like, yeah. what the yeah. fuck yeah. was it? Like, that three, like, three hour runtime looks like, hard, though. We drove, we drove to Maryland uh, the other day, and um, Sam and I were listening to Preston and Steve on the way down. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, yeah, so this week opening is Bo's Afraid. And then, like, they like the way they described it was like, oh, it's like a, it's a comedy slash horror. And, um, and, and Sam was like, Wait, so it was it was a funny movie? I was like, I, I don't know if I would say it's a <laughs> funny movie. I'm like, there were parts where like, where we were like dying laughing, like yeah. belly laughing. I think and she's like, wait, were you guys the only ones laughing in the theater? I'm like, I think at first we were because yeah, people weren't really sure if they were allowed to laugh at at some of the stuff because nobody really knows this guy is to be like a comedy comedy creator. But that she kind of wants to watch it now because I told her I'm like, yeah. listen, one second you're fucking laughing because it's funny, the next second you're turning your head in away in in, in horror. <laughs> like, yeah. there's just like, <laughs> and then like the minute after that you're fucking you're not you're grabbing your your belly because you feel sick because of the shit that you're seeing on on the screen. Like not because you're laughing so hard. Well, like, yeah. there's just humor, a lot of emotions that happen. The humor is very much based in like. Charlie Brown missing the ball because you know what's being pulled away. <laughs> like that's you're very, laughing at, good. You're laughing at failure of a person, like a person who doesn't yeah. know how to live like correctly. The first, the first, like this isn't really a spoil, but like the first line he says to his therapist, he was like, he's like, I accidentally swallowed mouthwash the other day. You can't get stomach cancer from it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like the first that's the first line then, in the fucking movie. The next Steve. line. The next line <laughs> that's is the like first line in the movie. I, I did it last week too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I did it last week too. <laughs> so it's like 
Yeah. I'm just like, what are we? Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to say. That's funny. I say, though. I say, watch it. Don't listen to Devin, Steve. I think you should watch it. <laughs> I say, don't watch it. Yeah, I, I just, think it's you worth know. your time, but like it, whether sure, you want to, yeah. whether you really want to focus on it and really delve deep, that's going to require a lot of work on your part. It's, it's a movie yeah. that requires a lot from its audience, a lot. Okay, and, and that's you know, it's not a bad thing. It's not always bad. It's a challenge. It's one of those cha- YouTube challenge videos. I mean, this. <laughs> like, like how long can you last watching this without there's nothing wrong. walking out? There's nothing wrong with challenging films. I, I, I some of my favorite movies are yeah. really challenging. It's I mean, it, it's you know. yeah, it's like certainly more interesting than. Dude, um, Phoenix gained a lot of weight for this role, he dude. Looks he awful was in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> he really. Yeah. Like, at least in like the Joker, he looks somewhat like thin. Like you know, no, in the Joker, somewhat, he's, super, yeah, he's, he's super skinny. Super yeah, skinny. but he's I mean, super skinny in this one, he's like fucking scummy and shitty looking. I I wonder if he was like, I'll do it because he knew he had to be Joker again. So he's like, I'm just gonna be get fat as fuck, and I don't care. Does, I know I'm gonna have to the, lose all this weight again. You think he did the Ryan Gosling method of just drinking? Microwaved ice cream. <laughs> I think he just let his body. He kind of. I don't listen. He. I'd say he probably has a realistic body of like a dude in his fifties, which I think yeah. Joaquin is. Exactly. Like it's not like he looks horrible, you know. But I think, uh, I think he looks pretty horrible in this, this, in this movie. Because like, what, what, what I think this is all about, like what, what I really think this movie is, is a total critique. Of over parenting and over protection of your children, because when you do that to kids, they end up turning into kind of selfish people. Yeah, they, they sure. only care about themselves, right? And I think Bo is that to some degree. Like he's kind of a selfish dude, but it's because of a very particular thing in his life that caused him to be that way, and we get to experience that. And the great thing is, you see every moment of Bo's life in this. Like, yeah, this is the a character study of a film uh, upon it being all this other stuff. Like, it's it's a a very unique character study. Um, I do recommend it. I put an asterisk next to my fuck for this review. I want to watch it again. I want to I want to take it in again. I think it's I think it's a fuck. I think it's a fuck. No, it's a it's a it's in the fuck territory for sure. It's still a good sit for me, but I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it again. I don't know. I think it has potential. To be a Mary, like watching it five years from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see you that. Know? Like just like, like after all the movies come out, and I'll tell years, you, and then going back to that, the third like, time it, might, it, might it took potential. me three times to really uh, to watch Midsommar and and respect it as much as I do. Like I, I remember the first time I saw it, it definitely was thrilling and it made me scared. Obviously, it made us sweat. Made a stress eat. I remember, yeah, I remember it felt like a punch because we tried to like we had to watch Superman or Spider Man immediately after that, and I probably we we were like, oh my goodness, that was a mistake. No time to process anything. (laughs) Spider Man, -Man, like that movie, I don't even remember half of it. Like, which one was it? No way home. That was that was no way home too. That was as somebody who rewatched that a couple years ago. I was like, man, this is a nothing burger of a movie. That movie stunk. If you saw, um, I'm sorry, Midso- if you saw Bo is Afraid right before seeing um, Evil, Evil Dead Rise, Dead. Chris. Oh yeah, would that have would, would that have been good? 
Well, the thing is, I think it, right I think it would have because I think there's so much going on in Bo, and there's is so much you know pathos and just plot and weird shit that it would have been nice to watch something that was a little less involved and something that was a little simpler because that's I mean, exactly what Evil Dead Rises is. To simpler. me, though, I think the right calls is you see Bo second if you're going to double feature. Really? I think it's the other one. I, I just don't. I just I couldn't. Yeah, if, if I had to watch... No, because Bo's afraid is like a solid three hours. I would. I don't know if I... I probably wouldn't have lasted if that was the second movie on the, on the docket. The yeah, time. I think it's better to get... Like, I'm one of those people that, you know, wants to go over the mountain first mm-hmm. instead of going around it in the travel you know what i mean like get the hard really dense stuff out first and then see well i mean in our situation maybe i'm just saying like if you have a day where you're like i'm gonna watch both these movies like and like go passing out because it's 11 30 at night isn't enough you Steve, know i'm very curious about your perspective on this too you should check yeah. it out because i just want to hear what yeah i really want to know what you think because it's like i think we it's all, really like it's really it's it's an experience, man. It's like, certainly memorable. Yeah, it's, mm. there's a lot. Uh, okay, a lot. Um, so if that's the films, uh, well, I actually did movie? see I did see uh, this movie Suzumi. I wish uh, my cousin at the wedding I was at was like trying to get me to watch that anime. <laughs> Oh, oh so I thought you meant Beast Wars. I was like, yeah, dude, that's a hell like, of an anime. Freaking, I was like, my friend Devin just told me this the other night. It was really good. Wait, it was what is this? Suzumi. S-U-Z-U-M-E. Yes. It's kind of like in the spirited away. It did your name, right? Yeah, exactly. Which I heard was funny. I've never seen. I've always wanted to, but I've never watched it. I wish I took anime seriously. I know some of these are like really good, and I I would love to watch them. You know what I mean? I would have loved to watch that movie. I kind of screwed it away. You've seen, uh, I know that's different. I know it's fireflies, John. I know exactly what you're saying. No, but this is this is not this is not this is far away from. (laughs) I mean, I don't don't want to demon slayer the anime movie. You know what I mean? This I is just, Devin. I don't deny yeah. that this is something unique and interesting. It's just uh, I'm kind of in the same boat, John. Man, you guys, <laughs> when like, I see, it, but if you guys have never seen listen, like listen, listen, away, I I'd be able to understand it a little bit more. But I'm like, not, you know, those exist. But you're, yeah, but you're down. You're downplaying. Miyazaki, though, yeah, like that's. I think he. Yes, I think he's are. he's ascended past anime. I just you're anime. absolutely right, John. You know, absolutely it's not anime. Right. It's not anime with him. He's making. He's making film. Those well, are this is. But I'm saying this is in that. This is in the same league. So you would put that up there? Yeah, I wow. really would. I really would. What's, all right, all right explain, yeah, spirit, like, to me, spirit away. away. So it's it has very much uh, little What's Nemo, not finding Le- uh, Nemo vibe. Okay. Uh-oh. So it's about uh, a girl who her mother passed away when she was very young, uh, and she lives with her aunt, and she's just walking to school one day, and this very handsome boy uh, bikes by her, and he's like, "Hey, have you seen a, any ruins around here?" And she's like, "Ruins," and he's like, "Yeah," and. You know, she just goes, yeah, there actually are some, like, right behind us. Because clearly there was some sort of, there was a tsunami when she was, like, a, a young child. Uh, and then she's like, I, you know, one, he's, he's a handsome boy. 
And she's like, she's like, I like like to think that wasn't part of the plot. That's just your own opinion. Oh man, a very handsome boy. Let me just share. It is. It is very. I mean, they are very handsome. Everyone's very handsome in this. Um, but she's like, man, he seems like I, I think I've met this guy before. So she goes f- to find him in these ruins, and there's a door just in the middle of like a little area of water. And she opens it up, and there's like this kind of spirit realm through the door. She tries to walk through, just goes right through. And then she's like, this is fucking weird. It f- feels like an earthquake. She's like, I got to go back to school. So again, it's kind of like, and then like this evilness, like the spirits of the land of Japan break through this door, and then you find out this guy's uh, what you call a closer. And his job is to kind of stop these disasters that happen across Japan. I know it sells, Menard. Then, but then, right? <laughs> so she meets him. She finds All out. Closers. Yeah, yeah. And then there's this. Then there's this little cat that turns this guy into a three-legged chair that she's had since her childhood. Oh so boy. it's just like here we go. She's running around with this three-legged chair, trying to find this cat that keeps starting natural disasters, and it is just like. A wonderful movie. She keeps meeting new characters in different towns, and they have their own little fun See, character moments is, with everything. It's it's deal, like I mean, wonderful. Not. Here's the deal, Devin. I just don't get these. How it's two D. No, 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 it's no, no, stupid. Okay, it's going to be something close. Okay, Spirited Away, especially Spirited Away, because I think that's the best Miyazaki movie. That's my I, I know. I agree, and I think that's my favorite animated film. Ever. I will it's say, so Spirited Away, it's so functionally amazing in every way mm-hmm. that it's almost tricking you into thinking that it's like three acts. <laughs> Because it's not three acts. It's just like a girl experiencing this. Oh, yeah. You know, like there's really not too much going on under the hood as far as plot goes. Like it's. I mean, I mean, Steve, or Jesus Christ, Uh, Chris, it's very similar to that. Like if you look at it, there's not like much in the plot. It's just about the character, what's happening in this moment, the moment, the people that she meets, and just like the fun, the funness of the movie, right? Mm -hmm. And it's. And you're just like kind of locked in and, you know, there's some parts that are just, you know, it's Japanese film that kind of don't quite land. I think the way they expect it to, because I'm an American, cultural but difference. yeah, just some cultural differences, but it, by and large, it is very good. And it's gorgeous too. It's absolutely gorgeous. So honestly, if I had to pull a, did you oh, did you watch your name? Was it better than that? No, I've never seen your name, and I've I've heard it's it the same right. director. I'm looking it up. So yeah, you definitely and, want to watch that now, right? I've yeah, like it. I've wanted to, but now that I've actually seen this guy's work, I'm like, oh, I like I'm definitely watching this. Okay, I think I think your name's more of a romantic comedy. I think it's like they literally a boy and a girl wake up in each other's bodies, and then they just I heard like my, my cousin who doesn't cry at anything said he cried at this. Yeah, dude, there's a moment where it's just like. Out of nowhere, I was like, "Oh my god, this is so sad!" You know, yeah, dude, John, a hundred percent. What the fuck? Watch your name first. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, but like the goat. So to take a page out of the Steve O'Tiri book of last week. Okay. If I had to FM, you know, fuck, Mary kill these three movies. Mm. Oh, he's gonna kill Bo. Yeah. Suzumi's a Mary. <clears throat> Bo's a fuck, and what? it's an evil Whoa. dead to kill. How do you like that? Excuse me, sir. Because, because, because again, Bo's. 
Bo gets a ton of credit just for doing the stuff that it does, right? Yeah, you know, and it's yeah, like I agree, I agree. 100%. That's you know, that's the movie to the imprint on your brain for the year. You know, um, you know, again, but Evil Dead really was. I hate to say because it, it's good, but like I was a little disappointed. Yeah, like you said, a little deflated. Suzumi though, whew, whew, yeah. I, I, you know, I will say too. I, re- I just go back to Evil Dead for one more moment. I enjoy mm-hmm. the fact that it was all in one apartment. I really, I like those types of movies, and yeah, that's like yeah. one thing I, I, I love so much in film when you can just have one real set setting and work. I wanted day. it to be a reverse raid, though, Chris, <laughs> where they're at the top of the apartment building and they have to get out of the de- uh, deadite filled apartment complex. That would have been fucking. <laughs> that would have been fucking awesome, Steve. But that's the thing. This movie's full of ambition or possibilities, rather, not ambition. And none, a lot of them, of none of them were really fulfilled. You know? I think, so I, I'll tell you what, I think the second in the movie where they lock out the mom outside of the apartment and she's outside in the hallway, I mm-hmm. think that's where the movie starts falling flat for Absolutely. Me. Absolutely. That's a really good point, I think, where the film starts not necessarily turning into something else, but turning into what it's meant to be. And you're like, Oh, it's, like, it's this. Yeah. The most, ex- <laughs> the most exciting part of it is like this, like demon possessed mother, like manipulating her family and being weird and creepy around them. And then like trying to take that in. If they were okay with this, just being like an hour long movie. Like, I think that totally would have worked. If they went a little more subtle and oh, like slow okay. rolled it, like or or slow, but I, to be fair though, I was kind of like a little less evil. Started dead, a little pretty more, hot. We little started more pretty hot. Baby, a little more. Yeah, baby, a little more classic. But again, horror, real yeah. to be fair though, that's not Evil Dead, right? It's like, not. No, it's I not. know, it's I know. It, it's it is a great idea, but because it's like they start pretty hot. Like the cat, we we kind of bemoan the cabin stuff. But like the stuff in the cabin is cool, and like you start there, and then you cool down, and you're like. Man, like, when so is he going to start up again? This is an interesting question. If this wasn't attached to Evil Dead, do you think they would have had more freedom to make it something a little more subtle and interesting and not this? It's weird because it makes it... It feels like it feels like it has to hit those Evil Dead beats. I know. But also, when you think about it, it doesn't hit those beats properly. Like, it's more like, say the line, Bart, as opposed to, like, we're going to go absolute bonkers bananas. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like, come get some. Yeah, they, like, they talk about yeah. chaos, but the, the most chaotic event was happening behind a door through a, through a, a looking glass, you know? Like, yeah, that will, I guess, to me, I mean, there are some moments in the apartment that are truly chaotic, but, like, that's the real fucking nut shit. The crazy shit that we barely yeah. see, you know, mm. and you know, in a more subtle horror movie, that would have been more effective, right? But, yeah. but it's Evil Dead, so we don't it's want it to be dead. subtle. Exactly. Yeah, you know, I, I hate to say it, but it's, and you know, budgets and all that. But if there was just like twice as many people to get murdered, like I think mm. it would have been. If it was like a <laughs> family <would've>... birthday party, <laughs> yeah, you know, like. <laughs> the birth of their family that's what they're celebrating where it's like go get pizzas <laughs> or like aunts and uncles are coming listen listen you know what I, you know what i want i want the um oh no i want the burbs with evil with deadites you know like whether it's the suburbs or the the a go, high rise go really hard into the comedy too with that one. 
<laughs> yeah, like, you know, everybody's a character, everybody's a quirky neighbor. Here's, a, here's and, a question for you. I've been hearing talks about them bringing Resident Evil 4 to, like, a, like a, 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 an adaptation like, what? film. No. <laughs> no, I know you're saying I no. With John. Like, here's yeah. the thing. It's like, that's the one you can kind of make bonkers fun. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, you got a point. You got because like out of all of them, you can't. But like, you can have Leon like suplexing people and like literal mechs come out. Like you can. This go is the price we pay for for having a really good remake. Take that! Like, oh, let's fucking Hollywood it. Let's go to Hollywood. The problem. This shit. Mario Brothers is making hand over fist money. Yeah, so Capcom's like, mm, we got a pretty popular game. We sold. Four million units in three days, or whatever it was. It's hard to get Not, excited for a product that has been uh, tried to make into a film. At least, well, they didn't, they didn't try to make Resident Evil Four, Chris. I understand that, but still, like the the way they view Resident Evil in Hollywood is not where we mm-hmm. view it. It's not at all. Actually, to, to Steve's point, though, like we we they certainly tried a bunch of times with that normal Resident Evil formula. So why not go goofy? Oh, no, no, no. Listen, I don't deny the fact that that would be a really cool idea to do something different, but, like, that's not how people look at this series. Especially in film. Like, it's all, it's a zombie movie. Really. Yeah. Well, that's why you take the zombie out, make him Ganados. Survival horror. I mean, in that one, they have lost Plagas, but that's the one that takes place in Antarctica, right, or something, and they have to... Is that a movie? Oh, oh, one of the Resident Evil. Well, oh, there's man. the one where Leon wears the. We're in the oh, Resident shit. Evil. Series that's the one that Leon takes place in like the bomb shelter, right? The hive city that's like underground. And Barry shows up, I think. And it, yeah, it has like Leon, Barry. It's Resident Evil, like the ones with all the clones, I think. It's like Resident Evil 6. Oh, oh, yeah, like the, 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 the Mila Gionovich series. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, is there less plugins than that? Really? Well, I mean, there's people. Uh, oh, it's know. like a close <laughs> appro- approximation. Is what there's the saying. guy with the big hammer and stuff. It's oh, like... yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. But they had Mike Epson. The, the hammer guy's from in <laughs> five, I think. Yeah, right? but well, that wasn't less. That wasn't Plagas. Was that something? Plagas different? is present after in Resident Evil Five. Was that yeah? Resident Evil Retribution. Yeah. Las Plagas, the, mov- the movie Retribution. Wow, yeah, that's yeah. Las Plagas, Gloria. I didn't Las even Plagas. talk about that because it's so bad. Dude, <laughs> checkmate, Chris. Moscow. Know your movies. Know your film. I guess. No, yeah, Chris. <laughs> you know what, Chris? If there was Resident Evil, Paul W. S. Anderson seen it, you would have failed. <laughs> that's. Probably would exist. It's like twenty <laughs> movies. <laughs> that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of trivia, man. That's so trivia, much man. trivia. Um, okay, so I guess that's it for for film. Um, I want to talk about TV next because, man, we getting some fucking bangers. Oh, it's TV time. That's what they say. It's TV time. <laughs> it's TV time. <laughs> this fucking month, man, it's nonstop. A t- good TV show. It's like Ted Lasso, Barry, Swarm. Like everything is hitting. Oh God! Yellow yeah. Jackets. Like uh, mm-hmm. fucking. I. It's hard to keep up with everything. If I'm honest. Yes. Um, uh, I'll be honest. I don't want to say I gave up, but like, there's a good amount of shows that I'm just like, I'll get to them. I guess it's hard. It's just just too yeah. much good stuff at once, and I hate to say that, but man, that's man. My what sister. A- uh, my sister told me to watch Beef last night. Beef is great. She- and she doesn't watch. She doesn't watch TV shows, so it's like Beef is great. Like that's a uh, great show. Yeah. Do you finish Beef, Chris? 
I did not finish beef. Okay. Um, I like did you hear about all the controversy though. No, I haven't. No. The David Cho con- controversy. Oh, I, yeah, I think you told me this, Scott. What? What is it? Yeah, there was like some podcast he was on where he basically like admitted that he like sexually assaulted someone at a massage parlor. Great. And uh, that's like <laughs> start killing around again. Great. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you love and to I see like it, him. Right? I like him in that too. That's the sad part. He's really good. Well, is he the creator or is he the main guy? It's not the main guy, right? No, no, no. I thought he was actually in it, but maybe I'm wrong. Steven Yeun. The main guy, right? Steven Yeun. Yeah. No, no, I thought it was somebody else. I thought it was his. Oh, okay. His maybe. I, again, I've, I've only watched like two episodes. Um, um, uh, yeah, like Beef's great. A swarm. Swarm. Six episodes out of the seven are fucking Marys. Every last one of them are amazing. However, however, there is always one episode in every in both Donald Glover shows, both Atlanta and this, where he tries to like genre blend too much. Okay. And he tries to do something that's a little too far out of what he's like trying to show in the story. Like it's it's way too far out there. Uh, there's one of those episodes in Swarm. It's a uh, basically a documentary style talking head thing. Man, it just like destroys the tone of the show. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Um, yeah, like I, I I watched five episodes like back to back, nonstop. Boom, 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 boom. Watched them all. It got mm. to this sixth episode. Took a break for a week. Like I watched it a half of it, and I was like, oh fuck this! Like I am not oh. I do not like this. Um, Man. And it's a shame because I feel like you guys need to watch it. Like it's it's yeah. one of the best shows on right now. Swarms and, Amazon, right? Swarms on Amazon Prime. Uh, okay. I think all of you would like it. I think it has really cool horror elements. It's about rap music. Hmm. It's uh, it's a really great main performance. Like everything is hitting on, and it's funny too, like darkly funny. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's great. I think you guys should see it. Just be. Be of the mind to know that there's one episode that just transitions completely <laughs> out of the story, and it's uh, I hate it. I did not I like it. Quite get to there, yeah. It gets yeah, back. I mean, I I shouldn't say I even hated it because I'm so I was so in on that series. I'm so hooked, and I finished it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that there's the sixth episode uh, is the one I'm I'm, t- I'm referring to out of seven. Um. Swarm's fantastic, though. I, I still think it's a Mary. Even with that, that episode, I still think it's a great show. Uh, Ted Lasso. Fuck oh, boy. It. Whoa! What an episode! This was, yeah. this was, this was the, uh, the the ghost goes to uh, Amsterdam? Holland... Amsterdam. Uh, OVA. This would be like the anime movie where they like go on like their big trip. Yeah, it's it's a vacation episode, you mm-hmm. know, kind of. I mean, they have to play an exhibition game, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but goddamn, this episode this is the best episode of the show. And I said that last week. You say know, it every week, Chris. I say it every, every week. week. This, every this episode, better, better. This is the best season of the show. Hands down. It's yeah, super good. Uh and there's still coy about if it's the last, which is kind of strange at this mm. point, but whatever. You know, uh, yeah. Uh, no, but that last episode is a hitter. Every everything, every good. every plot line is firing on on 
every cylinder. Like the 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 Janie Tart and Roy uh, mm. plot line is fucking great. Um, the the boss lady, uh, the the head of the team, I can't remember her name. Um, she's her plot line is amazing. I love that story. That was so yeah. romantic. And it was, I only I don't like romantic shit that much. And that one. Well, that's the thing. Great. Like the week before, you were saying that her. Um, plotline has been like the least interesting yeah hands down i i think that she it's like about basically a fortune that she was read by a fortune teller and all mm. of it's coming true ah stereotypical as fuck right right yeah but then it hits this episode where you meet uh, uh, the actor is fantastic the, the yeah he's real good great he's got like a natural charisma and he's very like a, a, a assertive type mm -hmm. personality is the character himself uh yeah that their little back and forth is amazing and it's romantic and i really want her to fall for him because yeah on, that guy's just, great just excellent chemistry between those two yeah that's the word i'm looking for chemistry i still like how they just keep referencing how giant she is because <laughs> yes. she is a very tall woman she's a big lady but she you know she's generally yeah. i think Pretty attractive and no no she's she's mm -hmm. gorgeous but they're she's just gorgeous. like oh is another is another giant woman gonna come in here <laughs> wondering who's wearing her giant person clothes that's right like that's funny she got some good lines and the ted lasso the actual ted plot line is great and mm. piggy yeah. sorry yeah that, that whole ted moment was oh that's crazy that... <laughs> He's it's like wild Shut. take me to chicago <laughs> <laughs> What? Uh, Windy City. Windy City. Okay. Um, and the triangle offense that he he lifted from Phil Jackson, like that was that? very fun. <laughs> like, an it was like a weird '90s themed restaurant about America where they just play old Chicago Bulls games. <laughs> and Ted Lasso was like, "Why not use the triangle offense for soccer? You know, try that mm -hmm. out." Yeah. And then Piggy Stardust gets on the bus and he's like, yeah, they, <laughs> they do that. It's called like forward offense or whatever. Yeah, it was total, total football, to total football. That's what it's called in, mm. in soccer. Um, <laughs> like it was and like the, the rest of the team, like spent the entire episode arguing over like what they should do. And, and then they just got in like a big pillow fight. Have fun, right? That's I, what yeah. I gathered from that. They're not having fun playing soccer anymore because they only cared about Zava, and once he was gone, they're sad. Yeah, then they kept losing, and then they got all depressed. You know, but I think it was them getting depressed about Zava that meant that made them lose. You know what I mean? Like they weren't having a good time, and, and they realized that, and they came together, and it's great. It's all really cool little sports plot moments that are nice. You know? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, great show, and of course, this this last week we had Barry. Oh, two episodes. Two I'm behind. That Barry's one of the ones that kind of got lost a little bit. Well, tonight was a, a new episode, too, so I guess we'd be at three. We're not going to be yeah. able to talk about tonight's episode, but Steve. the two that they debuted with. Right? Noho no Hank taking them no. to that, that place. Oh, my God. <laughs> the oh meeting? My oh, my goodness, dude. That's so funny. <laughs> that is so funny. You shocked me, Chris, when you said that like people thought this or these this season wasn't funny because like that was hysterical. That was so funny. That was so funny. And I'm shocked too. Cause I thought I was going into this thinking like, Oh, this is the last season of Breaking Bad. Like everything's going to shit. It's all business. It's all business. Man, that was fucking funny. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> goodness. And like the, the thing, the little bit in jail, 
I will get mm. into with uh, someone. Like that's mm. hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that whole that whole situation and talking to those guys in jail, uh, hilarious. Um, yeah, like there's some. There's it's still funny. I don't think it's so dark, but man, it is getting darker. <laughs> I will right. Say. Okay. All right. It's 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 basically where we all thought it was going, but man, it's it's like the realization of it is very dark. Yeah, yeah, it's like the, the the aftermath of what had happened in the previous seasons. It's hard to not be in a dark area with that show, but it yeah. still finds moments of light. Right. And I, I hope I, I you know, it, I, maybe they saw more episodes than we did and it doesn't get any lighter. That would be upsetting. But I mean, like you said, this is where the show was headed. Right. This is Right. And this is the last season, too. So it's like, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah you do got to go hard. Great, um, start. Great start to the season. You know, speaking of kind of depressing, uh, or at least dark, right? Um, the final season of Marvel's Miss Maisel uh, dropped a couple of weeks ago. And I my think parents, last one. This my, is the last yeah, season. My parents one. hate this season, by the way. So, oh, it's actually, I, I, listen, I don't think it's bad. I, I, I don't. But it is doing a narrative thing that I don't like and I, I understand it but it's it's not quite doing the time jump but it's doing the time jump and anytime a last season does a time jump i almost immediately check out it happened parks and rec yeah parks and rec uh, I'm just gonna bring that up. like like i'm just like and and it, it goes back and forth uh it kind of takes place 25 years in the future it, so- it's kind of like um I will say in Parks and Rec, when they introduced that John Hamm was her assistant, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, and again, so it jumps. It like the beginning, the like, fr- he's like a the... handsome idiot. That's what they kept calling. <laughs> yeah, the cold opens are are kind of like what's going on in the future, right? And it's like telling you what happens to the characters. You meet their kids when they're grown up, and then it kind of goes back to the the current, the quote unquote present time for the show. Mm-hmm. Um and it's like uh, I don't know because it's it's telling you what happens which is you know I don't want to say like how could they spoil it but it's also like this is going in a direction where it's like wow so you're telling us how everything ends and everything is kind of depressing and like i'm like because uh, i'm not saying like miss mazel's like the funnest show on tv you know it's not like a ted lasso feel good story right but it's like and those moments are still there right like mm-hmm. those moments with uh like there's a hilarious conversation that um that Mage's dad had like argument that dad is uh, her dad has with his wife mm-hmm. about like the meaning of a play and she's like i thought it was just about a dog a boy who lost his dog and he's like no it's about jesus and his latent homosexuality and the wine and then they she's like let's just ask him and he's like no it's about a dog that i lost and like this is a character who had a, a mental breakdown because he spelled this guy's name wrong in like a paper like he's such a high strung character and it's it's super funny and you know the production values there like the creator of the show apparently cannot stand just like a static frame like everything's a production there's always musical numbers and it's kind of wild, and but it's just like the, some characters that I liked, like mm-hmm. now they're getting nasty, and that it's like, oh, you know how things end up. Oh, also nasty. So it's good, 
and I'm I'm in and I'm invested and I'm involved, but it's just using this narrative plot point that I've just like never really liked. And mm-hmm. that's the concerning part. I don't know if that's similar to what your parents are thinking, Chris, but. Well, I think you they're know. more upset about the narrative more than. I yeah, think. yeah. Because the narrative, it's just like. It seems like yeah. that show was never really built for something like that. And it, they're kind of spring. That's what my, my dad was saying. Like, it's not like they shouldn't have done this for this type of show. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, it's kind of like, I guess they're just like, listen, if we go this way, you know how it's going to end. Right, they're going to go with the feel-good ending. So let's just get that out of the way in mm-hmm. the beginning, and then let's show like the more realistic because like Midge's character is very much based off of like Joan Rivers, like a Joan Rivers type. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if anybody has really looked into Joan Rivers, but like she was not super well liked. Yeah, a lot of people, you know, like she's a pioneer. She's a bit a trailblazer. She was a bit what was abrasive. that, Chris? She was a bit abrasive. Yeah, abrasive and just. Uh, you know, just nasty and, and people, a lot of people didn't have a lot of good things to say about her unless they were like in her, the same age range and, you know, stuff like that. And, and it's kind of like they're, they're hint, they hint at that stuff. Um, and then like the fun mafia characters and they're like, oh yeah, well, no, we're, we're not fun mafia characters. Like we're threatening mafia characters and i'm like ah it's kind of like your safe space is getting broken down and i think that's on purpose but narratively it's not super enjoyable to watch but i guess we'll we'll see man i'll tell you what show doesn't have a safe space and that's yellow jackets (laughs) god that's another one i'm I'm like two weeks behind on it is that show there's been multiple scenes throughout the season where i'm just like oh <laughs> like my my reaction is utter shock and disturbed um it's um like i said there's one episode in particular with taisa um there's a line that's spoken in it <laughs> that made me go oh like it it, it got under my skin so yeah much. I, that was the last episode i watched yeah, dude, and the visual of that oh yeah shivers yeah um, and this in this episode in particular, I think has a little bit more of a comedic twist, which I like because Elijah Wood is killing it. I think I love he's him. So good. He's, he's so, so good fucking at good. And like the way he acts with like those two are amazing together. Misty, yeah, um, Christina Ricci, and, and Elijah Wood. They they have a weird chemistry, and it works. And um, it's not necessarily hundred percent realized yet, but you know. You know what's coming. Um, yeah. And in this episode in particular, they talk about how what Misty is like with her friends, like how she treats her friends. And adult I, Misty or young Misty? Uh, both, actually. Okay. Okay. Um, and then nothing has changed. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, there, it's but she's not. She, that's the cool thing about this episode. You realize that Misty is almost the same as she was when she was young. Like, there's no. Yeah. She's Man. maybe smarter, but that's about it, you know. Can I can I tell you my my love for Christina Ricci and really just adult Misty blinded me. Like I completely forgot that young Misty is the reason why they got stuck out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I was like, when I watched the episode again, I was like, oh, you pe- fuck. Oh Evan, my god, Evan, you horrible person. It's a okay. big part of this episode. Okay, <laughs> god, like that is. So- 
Just because knowing what happens to those fucking characters, you're just like, I missed it. You yeah, horrible you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna dig even deeper into that. Oh. <laughs> this episode, oh. trust me, bud. Man, and oh. that's why I like it because, man, like the only reason they like her in both scenarios, older and younger, is because she's like capable. Yeah. And man, if that's not ever stamped in your face in this episode, um, <laughs> it's great. I, I love it. I love this show. I still do. It's still amazing. Uh, you guys should catch up. It's really good. Yeah. Well, like you said, yeah, man. I need, I, need to, I need to. Yeah, I think we're, we're waiting until... I think Sam wants to wait until... Um, it's finished? Yeah, so we can binge. This is a good How many movie. episodes are out now? Oh man, five, six, six, five or six out of how many? Out of nine or ten? And I think I think it's ten. Yeah. But yeah, I I agree. I think you're you might be in the right mood because I think this show is insanely bingeable. Like it just, it, uh, it's almost better. I think I haven't experienced it like that though. I will. I I know though. If I did, it would be a, a better experience. Even better. I I have a little bit more experience because like I I think I binged like the first like six or seven episodes of season one and that was you know you just keep hitting the button wild ride man i will say jenny jenny was struggling she's like it's just like they're all they're heavy episodes though they are they are very she's like sopranos we can just kind of chew through but she's like she needs like a to take a knee (laughs) again i keep bringing i'll talk about i could talk about sopranos for hours but yeah yeah yeah. just to keep it short like the one thing that sopranos that people don't realize about it it's a such a multifaceted show like there's so Mm -hmm. much stuff in it like it is part comedy part drama part weird existential dream state like there's so much in it and the comedy is i think so is so brushed over when people describe Mm -hmm. it because it's like legit, it's so it's funnier than Breaking Bad. When Breaking Bad, was. okay, yeah, okay. I think, yeah, I think it's like the, the the dialogue is amazing. It's so true to life. Um, yeah, and they they base Tony off of a character off of a real mafioso in New Jersey, and they just released <laughs> out. They all love the show. <laughs> they thought it was great, but anyway, yeah. yeah, people overlook the comedy in The Sopranos, and man, is it needed for that kind of show because that D- Sopranos is also very dark, extremely dark show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's just the worst of human beings on screen. So the comedy is needed. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for TV. Unless there's some other stuff you guys want to talk about, I'm not quite sure. Uh, TV wise, no. Um, I will say I, and I'll keep this quick, but uh. I, I finished I finished one of those uh, one of those games that was just kind of like on the backlog forever and I, I finally beat Lost Judgment uh, and I was like cool and then I was like I really spent way too much time on that game uh, I started though I started Callisto Protocol um, because it was I got a Bogo uh, and that was one of the games mm-hmm. and that game is interesting because it's like. Dead Space with, like, the wrong lessons taken from Dead Space. But it's weird because it's the guy who made Dead Space. It's like that's – he made a new gaming company. And I'm like, how did he mess up his own thing? I'll tell you. I'll tell you right off the bat, though, because, you know, I really like Dead Space. I like The first two games are great. Um, The great thing about Dead Space is it's not some big, beefy protagonist 
macho guy. It's yeah. Mirror, and that's the thing that turned me off about Callisto Protocol. Yeah, it's like it's not like he's a big beefy macho guy, but he's certainly capable. Um, and honestly, the thing is, is it's just not scary. Like it's oh. just not. Okay. And and like because like the the starting monsters, right? Like we've all played Dead Space, or at least you're from, like the the starting dude is like a fucking freakazoid with like big talons that shoot out of his back and like you know mm-hmm. and they climb in vents and stuff. And this one, they like they just look like bulky infected people on like two arms and legs. Like that's your starting enemy. Mm-hmm. And then as you go on, they they do get creepier and, and weirder. But it's like. Dude, the time to get scared in a game is the very beginning. Yeah. You know, like right. Death Space is scary, but like the end of Death Space, you're not as scared anymore, right? You're like, okay, I got my assault rifle, my shotgun, like you're kind of my with pistols maxed up. Like, yeah. And on fear, you're just like, I want to get fucking through this. So yeah. And you're, and you're locked in and you're blowing your guns all upgraded and you're blowing through. And like, it's great. I'm not saying it's bad, but like the time to be scared is the beginning of these games. And, at the beginning of the game is just not scary, and it's and the combat's weird because like well the shooting's fine right the shooting's whatever, um, but the hand to hand combat it's like it turns into basically its own different mini game mm. like punch out esque mm. like you go, like the camera f- switches over to a different frame and you left right to dodge hold back to block and then you just swing your your fucking thing and. It's not even to say it's a bad system, but it's just like, what? Like, this is a scary game. Why am I just, like, doing a punch-out simulation with this guy? Yeah. And then, and again, I'm going through it. It's not bad. It looks insanely good. Um, Although it doesn't seem like the frame rate's even approaching 30 (laughs) frames uh, still, like, to this day. Yeah. this was a uh, this was a dud, right? This did uh, not do well. I don't think it did well, and I don't think it particularly, you know, uh, reviewed well. I think it's and like seven sevens, like seven five, maybe is kind of where I'm at with this game, you know. And I'm probably about a, a third, if not maybe halfway, probably a little less than halfway through it. And like again, it's like it's competent, but I'm just like. I was just blown away. I was like, how is this not even remote? And there's some moments, of course. But yeah, like... you should trade this in and just get the Dead Space remake. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll, I'll be... Dead Space remake? No, I wanted to. It's just not on... It was... See, if Dead Space was on sale, I would have picked Dead Space. Okay. Wow. But, but this Why was like, I got Space? a game, and then it was like, here's a free one, and this is what you can pick. And I was like, you know what? I have been very curious about Callisto Protocol, and this is exactly the scenario I would buy... Callisto Protocol in, you know? Um, so Dead Space will be played for sure. See, I'm, I'm um, the opposite. I think I would have wait. I'm waiting for Callisto to go on sale and, and I'm, I would want to buy Dead Space first just because like I fucking yeah. love Dead Space. Well, I mean, <laughs> because yeah, it's, like, you know, Resident Evil 4 in space. <laughs> yeah. Callisto is, is, I, hate, I like where I'm at with it right now. Like I, I 30s, like don't, don't pay more than 30. <laughs> Close the protocol. Maybe my mind will change, um, but it's just like, I, yeah, it's just kind of like there's annoying things about it. Too. I'll tell you this though: the Dead Space remake doesn't even come close to the Resident Evil Four remake. Resident Evil Four remake yeah. added so much new stuff, and it's almost like a almost like a completely different game, but it's not obviously. Um, Dead Space is just the same game that looks it looks better. 
Yeah, well, it's a little different, right? Like they, they, he talks in this one, right? Or he didn't in the no, original. No, he did. He did in the original. No, he was silent. He was really? Silent for, yeah, and two, they give him a, a personality. Oh, maybe that's what I'm. Uh, okay, that's yeah. What I'm Is two the one where they open up and they're like fucking with his eye? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's was, two. Yeah, that's two. I don't know. It's not in the beginning, but man, that's no, that's like near the end of the game. Yeah, because he's trying to get like the he's trying to. I don't fucking know, right? But he's trying to do surgery. Yeah, it's like once they do this, he won't be like seeing visions anymore. And then it's the hardest QTE ever. Appropriately so. I'll give Callista Protocol this though. The the deaths in this are brutal. Fucking juicy, dude. Yeah, it's like but you know, not to sound like that guy, but it's like you can just YouTube that. Just YouTube a death compilation and I know. I, I don't even know why I asked this anymore. How's the story? <laughs> like, the story's <laughs> fine, you know? For video it, games, especially these types, I'm like, it doesn't really matter, right? The story <laughs> is probably, it's, it like, it's been a while since I played Dead Space, but, like, it seems exactly like Dead Space. It's like, ah. you go, uh, instead of a spaceship, you're on a prison colony, and the warden is real weird, and he's like, you gotta let it in, and it's like, and there's monsters everywhere, and most the cool of the time. The thing about Dead Space is, like, halfway through the game, you're like, "Oh, he's not seeing his wife," and you know yeah. it. But like, I, you like Isaac's so desperate, you're, he's just following. Like, he knows. I think he knows deep down it's not. But yeah. like, he is getting taken control of. But come on, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? Is like, there's a, there's a. It's not a strong narrative push but like it's more than what this guy has which is like you're the pilot so like we need a pilot to get out so this is why we freed you from jail and you're the pilot so we gotta go like we gotta get there first so now we gotta go through these different zones and and everything's there's always a reason why you're separated from the group which is all fine you know but it's just like the conceit of Dead Space is so cool to me because he's not a warrior; like he's there to fix shit. Yeah, and that's yeah, he's neat. not like a trained fighter. He's like, yeah, yeah. This guy, really, you really have to, like he's really surviving. It's exactly. not like he's, out, he's not a killer. Yeah, because like there is no melee component in Dead Space except for the stomp, right? Yeah, yeah, the stomp. Yeah, and that's mm. that's like almost. I don't even say that's like part. It's just. No, it's just you kill him just to get the items. Yeah. (laughs) And there's that. There is a stomp, and it's like cool, but like, yeah, there's a whole melee component in this, and it's the fact that he's even remotely competent does take it, it takes a little bit out of it. On top of the combat being just like feels like it's a different game. And Leon, Leon, it works for Leon too, because he's like so over it. So over his experience, yeah. Being able to, yeah. Now and just he's like, gotta go do this. Ah, like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, here we go again. And, and he knows he's sort of like the. It's the John McClane where you're like wrong, per, you know, bad place at wrong time. But he, he's the only one that could really fix the problem, you know. Right. And he has to do it. Like that begrudging nature adds a lot to Resident Evil. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so I guess that's. Is there any other video games you guys want to talk about? Anything in particular? No. Nope. Uh, they released the uh, Advanced Wars uh, remake finally after the year long delay. Yeah. Why did it delay? It was the Ukraine. Uh, it was supposed to release right when Ukraine and Russia. No shit, really? Yeah. Yeah, and they were like, we're going to 
Which is a game about strangely enough, strangely enough, the original also released uh, a few days before 9-11. Whoa, I remember that. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This game has a history of uh, being surrounded by war. Bad times. Well, I mean, we live in America. We're always surrounded by war. That's true. That's true. We can't blame Nintendo for... (laughs) But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I, I well, I understand the delay. I guess. I mean, that's probably mm-hmm. bad. Obvious. Yeah, delay was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. Honestly. Yeah, it's a ton of fun though. Like, it, it looks great. It's it's real. It's it's just like both those games just redone. And yeah, it's yeah, cool. it's it's nice. I like it. I've only ever played the first one. Is the second one better? I don't know. I've only played the first one too. Hmm. I played all of them. I think the second one is better, but the DS one is where they really fucking ramp up the fucking. What was the, the name of the DS shit. one? Was that when it was Dual, called Dual Strike? Dual oh, okay. Strike. I remember that. That one's not. Is that one in this? Is it just no, it's just game? one and two. It's just the Dual. Game Boy Advance ones. John, what is the, the Dual Strike one? You got you have the two screens. What is DS the... remakes? Is a weird. Is a weird one. What is the Dual Strike like? What is it? What's different about it? I think it's because you you have two COs and they could like um. You can control two two armies, and then they could they could use their CO power at the same time or something. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was inter- it was hard though. Like they the game is hard. That's the hardest one. The first one's bunch. hard too. Yeah, they're I mean mm-hmm. they're all pretty pretty tough. Not gonna lie, I've never been good at those types of games, man. I always I tried advanced wars i like barely barely beat that one i was like i think this one has a has like a a a difficulty now so like you could do like classic or like um i forget what they call it but it's like a casual and and competitor casual and classic or whatever yeah i I forget something it sounds like it's a nice way to uh i chose the hardcore core mode i was kind of pissed because i i i did the hardcore mode but I still had to do the fucking the field training. And, That's what and happened to me. It asked it's really me, annoying. It was like, hey, buddy, do you, do you want to yeah, do you played training? before? Do and you I was like, play? yes, yes, I have played this before. And then when you hop into the game, you have to do the field training still. Yeah. And it's like and it's annoying because like the first thing I usually do in these games is turn off the battle animation because it just takes off. Just, yeah, long. just skip to. Yeah. And it doesn't let you okay. do that. Like, it's annoying. I don't hmm. know. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, it makes the game like a lot smoother because so you don't have to watch all the fucking little yeah. armies fight each other every five seconds. I mean, I it's cool when I first play, but that was definitely a point where it would slow the game down completely. Yeah. More, you know? mm. Oh wow, interesting. Uh, okay. Anything? That's it. I guess that's it for video games. Um, what else we got so. in the old yeah, news cool. department? Yeah. What's in the What's in the pipe? Well, John, I saw your article that you wrote about Resident Evil Four remake fails. Ashley Graham. I didn't read <laughs> so. it. I didn't read <laughs> oh that article. God, it was just fucking Kotaku. Like I just saw like um a tweet by Kotaku. It was like. The Resident Evil 4 remake fails Ashley Graham. I was like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I read it, and it was, like, really, it was a bunch bro? of nothing. It was just a bunch of nothing. How, how did know, they fail Ashley Graham? Yeah, how did, how did it is fail? very popular. How did, they, how did they fail Ashley Graham, Devin? How did they, they fail say? Ashley Graham? You know, the what character you that was... in your article, Devin? Yeah. The character that was, like, universally hated. Uh, it says more complete, perhaps, but still incomplete. How? I mean, what do they want? <laughs> I don't know. Do they want a whole game where you play as Ashley? Like, what do you... 
What the fuck do you Nick's want? These highlights they, of her character are ephemeral in a large game. Dude, like, for her, nearly her, the entire her, time, players only see Ashley speaking, reacting, and dreaming her, because her of the part is probably her is probably one of the best, if not the best part of the game. Like the most, the scariest part of the game. Listen, to quote Linda Lemoncheck in the 1997 feminist philosophy book, Loose Women Lectures Men, so-called good girls acquire and maintain their good girl status by acquiescing to the sexual intimidation of men. Okay, John? Okay. Oh, my goodness gracious. In the remake, they decide that Ashley's no longer just a good girl, but it does never manage to fully understand what more she could be choosing instead to continue to define her in the terms what men around her, including loose players wanting to look under her clothes. You know what they want? They wanted her to be trained by Krauser, too. Oh, my <sighs> God. That's what they want. They Listen, want her I don't need to see, off. John, I don't need to see Ashley to be overtly feminist and adept at handling zombified cult members. I don't need that in order to appreciate her. I oh, yeah, simply guys, just want to see video games write real women as well as they write. Guys, don't you remember when, when Chelsea Clinton became a Green Beret? You guys remember that? <laughs> just normal, multifaceted women, okay? This is... It's just like, I don't know, man. The Obama twins fucking... were in teal, uh, SEAL Team 6. It's a Resident Evil 4 yeah. game. It's Listen, Resident Evil 4. Like, I guess, on, I guess uh, what are we so, doing here? What are we doing here, guys? In Kotaku's own uh, uh, comment section, they're getting lit up. This may be one of the top five worst takes ever posted on Kotaku. Dude, I mean, you know, I'm really glad that, like, the fucking fans are taking stands on, yeah. on these those, these fucking horrible takes on this game. Because See, that's the like, thing. Like, anybody who's been trying to take a swing at Resident Evil 4 has been... They got fucking... Yeah, they, they get, get, get put in clapped. their place hard. They're getting clapped, yeah. They're getting fucking... Yeah, they're, they're, getting, they're, they're getting sent home in a body bag. No, because, like... <sighs> I mean, this is our yeah. third week in a row talking about this fucking game. <laughs> but, like, I don't know, man. Like, Devin asked me the other day when we were at Papa's Pizza if I think it's better than the original and i paused and i was like what do you mean like <laughs> will you be better like i don't know what that question even means what do you i don't know yeah no yeah no is that an answer is that answer your question Devin? yeah no oh my yeah, god not. yeah so it sounds like it's, it's like they took they it's like the perfect way to upgrade like the there's the one take that i saw about this game which is perfect and it was like it was like capcom took my favorite game of all time and made my favorite game of all time because <laughs> like it's true like it's but it's also like you know it's still the same game you know yeah it yeah, is it new it is fresh there's a lot of new stuff in it does it replace the original i i would say so yeah, probably. Does it replace my experience of the original? No, no, because no. that was that was different. Like playing the game for the first time, like it's like my first love, right? And this is an like, interesting one too, because it's like this was a game you could still play on modern platforms. Yeah, and right. like the thing is, it's like I played Resident Evil Four original like again, like. Just a couple of years ago, like I think I played it in like 2021. I play it like, every year, Steve. Am I going to play this version every year now, or am I going to play the original? I think you. I think you can. Like that's the thing. I think you can do like a one-two combo now. I could. I could swap them off. But, yeah, but like, boy, I tried... boy, you trying to do those knife parries? Have yeah, like I, I opened up. Dude. I turned on. I, t- I put in OGRE4, <laughs> Ogre4. I put it in. 
and whoo, it's a little rough because the um the button layout is actually completely different than the original, and it's because of the tank controls, right? Yeah. Mm. What they need to do, <laughs> this they'll never do this, but what they should do is just take the original and just add this con- the new control scheme to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. I agree completely. Like that's the like, thing. But, like, if what they, they do did the with the original uh, movie games? They did that with the the remake, right? What's that? They kind of updated the the controls for remake when they put it on next gen. Uh, yeah, remake HD. They they gave you kind of like running, but it's still kind of complicated because a lot of people don't understand like the camera angles and stuff. Like new newer players still have a hard time with remake. So I think they should just go in and redo Resident Evil 1 in this this uh, RE engine style. Uh, I guess. I'm, I don't know. That one, I don't know. I Why not, though? Would I you rather them right. go to Resident right. Evil 5? It's it's well, no, no. They should just remake Resident Evil 4 every five I years. I kind of want to go to that. that. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, my heart is with Code Veronica. I think Code Veronica would be would they be. They got good. to my idea. Just make it. Just call it Resident Evil CV. Oh, and, but you better watch out. There, Code Veronica's on an island. That's where you get your battle royale, John. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> one hundred Claire's land on an island, uh, and one Steve, <laughs> and one Steve, <laughs> one Steve Burnside. I've seen that hentai before. Yeah. I mean, talk about redeeming. You could redeem that character so much. You know, like, Steve, you could redeem him. You could make him a better character. Dude, what is this Italian. fucking Kotaku article? Like, <laughs> oh, are you looking at it, John? You yeah, make him Italian? I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you make him Italian? Me to me. Oh, he's Mario? Who's you want this, Mario? this writer? <laughs> John, John's shocking well, me What else she wrote? What else she wrote? Oh. Yeah, I, I, I kind of know. I don't know. Like, I like... I like remake i i really like it oh i love remake i'm i'm a thousand percent with you uh no, but I just, like you know I yeah because what i'm what i'm justice based off of this. what dev and i were talking about was like like the jump between the original resident evil 2 and the remake of resident evil 2 is so vast that like you kind of have to like say that this replaces it right yeah 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 it's like it's just so much easier to play to it's remake. it's complete it's a completely different game yeah. yeah, the Resident Evil Four remake is not, it's not like that different. That's true. Than the original. That's true. Right. Mm-hmm. I and I liked like Resident yet. Evil Two a lot. I liked the remake a lot, and it was completely different than the because like I had better memories of one than I had of two. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, that's just me as a yeah. child. Because I like the idea of the haunted house. Well, I played were two you, were first. you bullied yeah, two particularly first. aggressively when two came out, Chris? Because like I don't know what was going on. Was in I life. what aggressively? Like I, like I just can't imagine having better memories with one over two. Unless you can't like imagine that. No, unless you were just being bullied aggressively your entire life. No, I like <laughs> I like the aspect of it being in a haunted house. Like I like that setting so much yeah. or just wreck so chris food. chris wants what me and tim want they, he wants capcom to remake sweet home yo instead. fuck yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> i never played i never played that but yo what if we, what fun. if at one point we make we play that and we're like this is trash <laughs> no, we'll play it and it'll be Wait, like this is just this is just resident well, evil one you know it's right for a remake <laughs> then right none of these none of these people mm. were were 
sexy hot models pretending to be a SWAT team. I don't get this. See, five is right for a remake, but I don't want them to do it. I just, I just don't. Know. They would. They. I think they'd have to remake a lot of that of game. Like a lot of that game. They and have that's to Final Fantasy plot VII. included. That's the yeah. Game. Like I, it wouldn't even be. It wouldn't even close to the original. And not that it's a bad thing necessarily, but like I don't know. Like I just. I, I love the idea of that being a breaking point for that timeline, like Resident Evil Four. Yeah, yeah, sure. I think you're right there. I mean, as far as like story progression would go, yeah. but I, yeah. I just I feel like I need another Claire game if we get another Leon game. That's my my. I get yeah. I get that. I feel, yeah, I feel well, but we all know Nine's probably next, so we got we got to go. go I, through yeah, that nine. is true. And I don't know if Nine's going to be a, a first person. I would assume no, frankly. So no. Rose is I think, not the main I think character. Nine. No, well, people are saying that nine might be might be a Jill or or Claire game. Oh, yeah, I've been hearing that's that. what people are thinking. Make it a Rebecca game. No, Rebecca had tried. her game. We already tried that. Putting a fucking seventeen year old on on the, on a fucking special tactics uh police well, squad what is she now like 45 in the in the rose timeline oh what if they did yeah what if they remade zero with the re engine but at the end of it at the end of it it's an interrogation and th- it's chris and jill and they go you're lying you didn't fight three nemesis what the hell <laughs> no i did three tyrants. i swear i did and then there was a <laughs> leech monster Billy Cohen helped me. Who is Billy Cohen? Don't, <laughs> I don't worry know. about him. <laughs> he was a BOW or something. I don't know. <laughs> we never found. It's like we're stars. We can track anybody. You're telling us we can't find any evidence of this man existing. He's like, you don't understand. You don't understand. He's so you guys, scary. You guys like the big bug monster at the end? Are you down with that? No, I do. I've never played Zero. I watched my brother play Zero and hate it, and I was like, "That's enough for me." It sounds overly game. complicated. Like not having the inventory boxes makes that sound so miserable because you have to backtrack everywhere if you want to get an item. But see, yeah. you're absolutely right. Like the stakes would have to be way lower. Like they can't fight three tyrants, right? Like it has to be lower than one. Even I think that's. I think that's the thing. If you were to remake one. You could do a DLC for zero. For zero. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. And tone yeah. it down a lot. I don't know. It could be like the separate ways. Yeah, just like how how Rebecca survived up until that Listen, point. If I'm honest, like they could remake anything. They've, they've done such a good job with all these games. I it doesn't yeah. matter. But like, you know, it the heart wants what the heart wants, right? Yeah, yeah. It's hard for me to separate my love for that stupid, stupid tank controls and dumb cameras in one. Oh, that's the thing. It's like I, I'm a thousand percent fine with tank controls. It's just I've seen like modern gamers try to tank control, and it is so hard they, for them to grasp. And they chalk it up and say it's bad game design. Yeah, and, well, and I, I don't, I don't want to be like, hey, just you know. Here's they, me. They, they, just use your fucking brain. Here's me. Just use your like fucking your brain and play the game. <laughs> you could tell them to go fuck themselves because <laughs> they're children and they don't know what we played and they have no experience in that. So fuck them. Like I, I'm sorry. 
they're not going to get it. They're not going to get it. And you know what? Maybe that's a good thing. That's the thing. But that's the thing. It's, 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 it's people who already like everything in the Resident Evil because they played two, three, four remakes now. Yeah. Some people play seven and eight. They love this. It's just, they don't, they don't have Chris Jill Barry in their lexicon. Yeah. And I want them to have Chris, Jill, and Barry in their lexicon. I want Barry! I want Barry! I want an excuse to be like, come on, Barry, guys, right? I guess you're right, because I like Barry, too. But, like, I... <laughs> we all love Barry. We all love Barry. He's Jill Sandwich and all that nonsense. Barry was probably low-key the deepest part of the story, the it first was. one that nobody really got, you know? I mean, I, I would do know. what Barry did. It was his family, for Christ's sake. His daughter, yeah. That's that's Barry. Barry is the Joel of Resident Evil One. <laughs> that's so true. If they play it like that, maybe then that is right for a remake. That would be sick as hell. Pedro Pascal is Barry. I don't know. Dude, can you imagine if like they remake one and it's just it's just Joel and they realize like everything's connected? Oh my! God. And they're just like, yeah. Oh, here's. Joel Miller, and you're like, what? And then it's excuse me, <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Then they okay. hate Abby even more. <laughs> That's oh. true. Yeah, you're right. You mean Abby? You mean Wesker's sister? Yeah, I do. <laughs> That's why she's got muscles. <laughs> the A virus in her, right, Steve? Yeah, it's the A virus. <laughs> the, A virus. So. the burrito virus. The burrito vi- the B virus. <laughs> <laughs> burrito virus <laughs> <laughs> oh that's terrible um okay some other mm-hmm. news stories that we have lined up here uh there's trailer for a french uh superhero satire called smoking causes coughing uh it's weird this is a weird fun little flick i'm definitely going to see it there's nothing Stopping me. That sounds fun. This looks like you know what this looks like. This looks like Thunderbolts a little bit. Remember Thunderbolts? Oh yeah, like the the was that the puppets or yeah the, the puppets? Yeah, um, it kind of has that feeling to it, which I'm I'm all about. Oh okay, I thought you meant like the Marvel like no no no. Run. I was like okay, <laughs> like maybe weird, weird TV. Uh, yeah, I, I do I do remember this. I there's something about this that I was just like I don't. But that's... I think it, it's also kind of parodying, um, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which I also yeah, think yeah. is fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like this. I'm I'm glad we're living in the world of the superhero satire. I think okay. that's a good way to revitalize the genre. So this is going to make me sound very stupid, but fuck it. I'm rolling the dice. I don't know if I really take to French comedy too well. Like I don't like I think it's just like a comedy. You don't level. like mimes? <laughs> oh, Kevin, you don't like mimes? Honestly, no, not really. I think it's impressive, <laughs> but like I'm not like mimes are fun. Mimes aren't funny. Um, hmm. they're I funny. Yeah, what's a, like a good French comedy? French comedy works more so in slapstick and making fun of like um, like the scene itself is satirical. Because there is a really cool French film where it's literally making fun of shooting a movie. Yeah, uh, they put. Are all you this... talking about Man Bites Dog? Or no, not Man Bites Dog. I can't. Man remember steals milk. I think. Actually, <laughs> it's it's a movie that uh, Dunkey reviewed. Oh, okay. it's interesting. It was a French film, and basically the whole plot is 
there's there's the story, but the real story is going on in like the mise en scene in the background, mm. and there's right. all this crazy fucking shit happening. Like I remember I talked to a friend about this. Uh, I watched a clip of it in class. I've never actually seen the whole thing, but it's it's making fun of like film, and mm-hmm. that's like it, it, French comedy to me is meta textual. Like it's no, I I I mean it's very much yeah meta textual. You know 100%. what I mean. It's, yeah, it's like, like making fun of the process of storytelling, yeah. and it may, you know that's not for everyone, Devin. You're not wrong. No. Yeah, right. like like I guess like it's just like I've seen very funny Korean films. Obviously, I've seen very funny Japanese films. For French, I just I can't I can't point to one. And again, it's not like I've seen it's a lot, but like it's I can't even think of a famous example. Amelie's probably the closest one. Okay, that's a good one, and that's. I don't know. That's, that's wait, not you like you ever watch Blue's the warmest color? I, I heard that's very funny, John. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, the I, artist I was the artist uh, funny. I don't know. No, absolutely that? not. Yeah, that's not a French film. That was an American. Yeah. What is it? I, don't I mean, know. I was laughing. I was laughing so hard when I saw Breathless the first time. Godard! What's he doing with four hundred giggles? <laughs> I never watched. I never watched the artist. Yeah, it won a best picture, and then everybody just pretended like we never did that. Um, I will say um, the artist is a bad movie, French. But I, I think Emily is less funny than it is cute. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like I'm just looking up like is a list Emily of like, like best... rom com. Sort of. It's, just, it's like a quir- uh, it's a sh- it's a movie about a quirky character that's a little funny. It's a little romantic. It's heartwarming. Com- coming of age. A little yeah, bit. yeah. Okay. Uh, Amelie, yeah, with an I, A starts. Amelie. I would Amelie. I would check out uh, Man Bites Dog. It is on HBO Max. That's uh, a comedy. It is. It's a black comedy. Oh. It is. It is a a crime mockumentary in the style of like Spinal Tap, hmm. um, where it is essentially a a. a, a TV crew filming a French criminal, and uh, isn't he a serial killer? Things escalate. Okay, <laughs> okay. okay. interesting. I always heard of. I thought it was yeah. connected to here, but also I like in the movie, so I don't. Yeah, I, I also like. I, I'm not so dumb. Like I understand there's different types of comedies as well. No, 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 I'm not a, saying that, David. Yeah. There's a very particular form of comedy that's very is popular in French cinema, and it's definitely not for everybody. We want to make you laugh at something French, Devin, and then laugh at you for we laughing. Gotta at find it. We gotta you know find what, it. You know what's a close? You know what's close? Wes Anderson. Okay. Yeah. Quirky. Yeah. Quirky. That guy does yeah, love his French fair. bullshit for sure. That is fair. I think he's he's um, a good uh, – he's not French, obviously, but like he kind of embodies that sense of humor. Is Markiplier French? Oh, of course. He's uh, uh, 100% French. Marc Plié. There it is. There it is. Exactly wow. what I wanted. This guy, I, I know, I, I generally know a little bit about him. I think he's, he's everybody views him as a pretty nice dude. Uh, that's about he's it. A, he's a nice fella. But I think the more interesting thing here is that he is making a film adaptation of the game Iron, the indie game Iron Lung. Oh, that's a game he's adapting? Uh, yes. Iron Lung is a creepy, weird game. So the synopsis for Iron Lung is the player controls an unnamed convict who explores an ocean of blood on a desolate moon in a small, rusty submarine named the Iron Lung. Oh, my God. And it's like, a, it's horror. It's a horror game. Yeah. Um, 
And it, it's very creepy, very weird because like you're essentially you're typing in coordinates into this thing and you're just like hearing what's outside your ship. And then you can uh, like use like this little porthole to like peek out. Is this kind of like five nights in the sense of this kind of like five nights in the sense of like you're just stuck in a room and then you can only navigate. You, you, you're very limited in terms of how you move around or how you control movement. Like, I think, I think the best way to like learn about this game is to watch it. Cause it, it is, mm. it is very strange. Like it, it, it's very much in the style of like, I don't want to call it an SCP, but like the scenario would be like very SCP esque where it's like one of those like SCP stories yeah. like come to life. I'm just looking up like pictures and it's like, it's going places I, I have to say <laughs> for sure i looked up this game but then i looked up another game that i watched which i think is far scarier and mm. i don't think how they could adapt it steve have you heard of a game called who's lila who's, who's lila hold on the whole game pro i, I know this is kind of a tangent but i want to i want to talk about it. this is a weird game the whole... well, lila is it oh, you oh, oh l-i-l-a yeah L-I-L-A. we're we're like you're like controlling your character's face you're controlling his facial facial uh expressions with to people when you have like the dialogue is secondary you have to make mm-hmm. your face look normal because you're you're like empathyless. you have no emotion right and you have to like it's extremely it's scary as hell i i really? I, I watched you play this or you, you watch i watched the playthrough and it it's just it's terrifying uh everything about it it kind of gives off like a film noir david lynch vibe okay um and it's so unsettling and and the gameplay is at, like there's very few games where i feel like the gameplay itself is horrific and and creepy um, yeah this is this is one of them um but then again all that being said i don't know how they make this into a movie <laughs> like, i don't get I it i think that's the thing i think it's like these games are um rife with like great ideas that you could take some liberties with as opposed to like a more established game franchise well like a more established game franchise you have to be like okay we have to we have to tell this story exactly how it is like the game or else we're we're doing that a disservice but like a a a short indie game it's you could take that concept and go with it i see that and i get it but my Mm -hmm. my only pushback is that the games themselves, the gameplay is part of the horror. Yes. So like, the idea of, like, having to, like, maintain your face while, like, being interrogated by the police. Right? Like, I don't yeah. know. That doesn't translate at all in film. It just doesn't. Yeah, like... like yeah. Hmm. That's, the, that's my issue. Like, I don't understand how... Well, that's why... Games are such a wonderful media. You're right. Media. I, th- media. I, th- I think I think yeah. like a, a talented a talented director could do something <laughs> with Who's Lila. Okay. Like like I think like you can capture that like like being interrogated and like someone who like has no way of like showing empathy has to like force their face and it just looks weird and wrong when they do. Hmm. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess there is a way to do it. It's it's just hard for me to see it. I, I yeah, and it's hard for me, especially somebody who hasn't written a film before, to tackle something this, I guess, complex for for an adaptation. That's, yeah, that's where I'm like, I like Markiplier, but like, this is this he is does difficult. he does like he's done like little YouTube like 
uh, choose your own adventure comedies before, but like nothing that is like, like how serious are you going to take this mark? Because the other ones, you know, they they've had they've been more jokey, they've been more light, they've been more fun, but like you know, hmm. we'll see we'll see how dark Markiplier can get. If he's got a vision, he's got a vision. He's dark Applier. Dark Yeah. I guess whatever. It, it, I'm I'm excited. I'll see it. Looks cool. Um, what else do we have? Oh, and finally, Adam Driver is likely our Reed Richards in Fantastic Four. Who? It's interesting. Who? I mean, he's a great actor. You don't you don't like it, Steve? I'm interested. It's like you know what I think the issue is is like we don't know anybody else, and I think that really okay makes a lot like no one's ever like they gotta nail reed it's like they just gotta nail everyone well to me they gotta nail dr doom like as yeah, yeah yeah honestly it, thing, like and it's adam adam driver could be a dr doom even like i think adam driver is like very versatile so it's like kind of weird to see him kind of get like shoehorned into like the reed richard role but i mean when, at the like, same time they could be going like really deep which i doubt they are because we're talking about a marvel movie but like Reed is basically shape. Doom and Reed are very similar. It's yeah. just like by a difference of degrees, frankly. And then obviously they divert. I think I extremely. Think Reed, but Reed's a bit more subtle. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but I'm just saying, like you could easily, like Adam Driver could easily play a maniac, and Reed could easily be a, a maniac. You know? Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. Doom's the maniac, and it's like fine. Um, so I think uh, in, on that level, I think it's like brilliant casting. Um, but it's just, I don't know. I, I, I hate to be that guy, but like Reed's a, should be a villain. He just should never have been. Well, like they I should said, stop trying to make him a hero. He's I, just, to be fair, to be fair in all of Marvel history, all their smart guys are evil. That's exactly my point. Yeah. <laughs> like all the smart dudes fucking break one day and they're like, what the fuck am I doing? I could clean yeah. this place up like that. And well, they do. <laughs> and, and listen, I, and Reed is no different. Like Ultimate Reed is like he's a great concept for a villain. You know, Are you talking I, about I love, the Maker. Yeah, where movie? he's just Ultimate Reed Richards, where he just was like he went cool. evil. And cool. and like that happened in the Ultimate books. Like at that point, I, I stopped reading them, but I was like, wow, what a wonderful like direction. Because like, of course he's evil. Of course he would go evil. I think the only guy that hasn't been really... Because, like, I and I say this with caveats. The only mm-hmm. smart character, because he is smart, is Peter Parker. Like, he's the only one that... Because, like, when he goes evil, it's the symbiote. It's Dr. Octopus controlling his body. Right. Yeah. It's, it's other forces. And I guess that's um, the way it should be, because he's kind of, like... Because you know, he's just naturally a good person. We're like... Yeah. But I, other than that, like... <laughs> Everybody else is like all the smart guys. They're just yeah, Xavier, Xavier, Reed, uh, Reed, uh, Xavier, Iron Man, Namor, all of them. I don't think Black Panther's ever gone evil. He should have. That's true. I think he. I think he always just kind of just like sits it out when he's like in a conflict that he doesn't like. Yeah, but it's like weird because like I love I love Black Panther, but he's he's always it's always struck me that he's like on that level in terms of intelligence. You know, well the thing is the thing is now they wrote him because I've been looking into some the new Marvel stuff. He Mm. he has an army of zombies. (laughs) (laughs) So he could control the dead, and I'm like, oh, that's a way to make him evil. If they ever, that's definitely a way. That would be really neat. 
Um, oh yeah, Black Panther just has necromancy now. Yeah, dude. Which I think is cool. I think that's a cool addition to his character because honestly, cool. I'm a little I'm with Black, especially the, the most certainly the comic. I've never really been too interested. Yeah. Um. So like that to me, I'm like, ooh, and I guess that's the thing about smart characters. You're like. They need a little, uh, they need a little evil. <laughs> to make them <laughs> they need that. They need that little spark. Um, yeah. I was, I was learning about a, uh, a book about Reed Richards being Reed Richards. And he was like, I need to know how long uh, Ben Grimm lives. Because like, that's the thing. Ben Grimm doesn't age when he's in the thing form. Yeah. And apparently Franklin Richards came up with a, uh, a serum that lets him be human like for one yeah. week. And when he's in that one week form, he ages. Mm. So like Reed Richards being the, I need to know everything guy is like, well, when does, uh, when does Ben Grimm die? So he keeps traveling into the future to like, oh, okay. like the things like life. And he keeps like witnessing like the thing, like getting older. So he like goes to the year 3000, year 4000, year 5000. Jesus Christ. And like then in the year six thousand, he like you know he comes across like you know Ben Grimm's grave, and like at that point, like Reed has seen like Ben Grimm without like his family, his friends are all gone, just like existing alone, and like that's like the moment where Reed goes from like being like an asshole and like he just sits down with Ben while he's like watching like a boxing match and like he's like hand me a beer and he's like, what do you want to talk to me about like some sort of like hyperkinetic thing and he's like. No, nah, I just want to hang. Oh. And I'll, you're like, there's like those small moments that like the fam, the the family four, I must call them, the Fantastic Four <laughs> should have, <laughs> the family yeah. feud should have. That's also like very creepy that he's show like, show me squid. I got, I got, I just got to figure this out. I just want to find out how old you well, are. Yeah, you like, like that's the thing. Like when I think of the Fantastic Four, I always think of just like the '70s team, or I think of Venture Brothers. Yeah. Venture Brothers is like my default for Marvel characters, unfortunately. He's, well, like the, he's a scab or something, right? Isn't that? Well, there's the thing is, <laughs> is made of too much skin, right? He's like, yeah. And he's like mentally handicapped because I think his brain is skin too. <laughs> yeah, like there's skin. something real and smooth brain. Johnny energy, Storm yeah. is on fire, but he can feel. <laughs> yeah. So he's always in pain. And then uh, the late invisible woman is her skin just turns invisible. It's yeah, uh, <laughs> just the skin. And then their Reed Richards is just like a total jerk. Like, yeah, that's kind of he's like, like a scary, like domineering, and he's like, like aloof too, which is really fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. And that's I think that's Steve Colbert, which is like kind of perfect in my head. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know what? You actually, you know what always creeps me out? Like it's kind of like, like watching pimples pop it's like when ben grim like what's under the shell of ben grim and it's just like weird skin you know and i'm just like oh that's so weird looking and i can't like not look at it we don't need that we don't love that the hulk like beat his rocks off well well (laughs) (laughs) he did yes he did what you're thinking of is when Wolverine scratched like his ah, face off. That's right. That's a... But he he also beat his rocks off. I think in <laughs> some other ways. Go over your thing. I gotta. Yeah, I don't, it's just like it, it's sure. like writers can just find ways to make Ben Grimm's like 
process, like affliction, like creepy, you know, where they're just like, oh yeah, he just has like a big skin epidermis. Recently, recently, um, Visible Woman in particular, they did like an arc about her and the whole plot was there was this virus and it was affected by sunlight like that that made it propagate so uh, invisible woman put her shield around the earth in certain oh. spots to block the sun out yeah and now the american government led by shield and maria hill want to arrest her because they think she can end the world if she really wanted to and oh, oh! So like, so she protected like the planet, but they're like, oh, well, we didn't realize that she could do this. Exactly. What if she chooses? Yeah. Okay. And that's like this whole new thing, and I think she's like on trial now, and like there's a whole registration thing involved in it, and that's the cool thing I think about the Fantastic Four is that their powers, like unlike sort of un- sort of like mutants, their powers are kind of undefined. Mm-hmm. they don't know exactly what happened to them so like when they're pushed and they do something like i don't know johnny storm turns into a supernova you start to realize like oh these people are super dangerous right more so even than like some mutants because they don't know the extent of their ability uh, that's yeah. something i would love to see in a movie conceptually that's the thing it's like josh trank's fan four stick like Selling it as a body horror movie is like interesting. That is interesting. But then you see that movie and you're like, oh no, 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 dude. I think it would be cool <laughs> if they were super optimistic, but like everyone on the outside is like, you are apocalypses, like walking apocalypse. <laughs> I think that's the thing. I think it's like <laughs> the Fantastic Four have just better marketing than the X Men because I think so that's true. like the X Men's department where it's like so true. The Fantastic Four is like, look at them. He turns into a rubber man. And oh, look at the flying fire boy. And oh, here comes the invisible girl. And here's a big rock monstrosity. Uh, the and then real, it's like. The real hardworking motherfucker is their PR guy. It's their PR guy. <laughs> Professor X doesn't have a marketing team. He's just on Twitter. He's just responding to tweets that people are sending. Even worse than they are. Yes, there was one day I thought about killing everyone with Cerebro. But I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, dude, dude, you keep saying this shit. I'm going to get in your brain so hard. I'm going to make it pop when you take a shower. People are going to. Flip when they find your body. I swear to God. I'm going to make it look like you were jerking off in the shower and hanging yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I signed up for Twitter Blue. I don't care. I'm Professor X. (laughs) Oh, you know what? Uh, I just realized I bought a Marvel Anatomy book, like, as a a Christmas gift to myself. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Oh, Those pages are sticky. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's fucking jacking. No, Yo, was, you guys know if his woman has four tits? What? No, dude, I was so upset because yeah, dude, uh, got, couldn't even get an erection. I no, I, I bought it and then it dropped and like fell off right. my shelf. And unfortunately, uh, it like ripped the entire back hardcover. So, oh, uh, somebody in a fit of masturbatory rage ripped the thing in <laughs> <half>. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I need, oh, here it is. Hold on. Oh, my God. Uh, things like steer, baseline, durability, sense of abrasion, irrelevant repair, V clues. Oh, my God. This is deaf. Like, I think. You could do something where they all are 
extremely vulnerable and the public looks at them as like monsters in the beginning and then you start to play it as like oh they're really wholesome family and they care about each other and then the public starts to warm up you know what i mean like it's almost like if um if spider-man actually interacted more with everyone and cared about his image more i guess i don't know that's how i would play and then dr doom is sort of like no they're not like that at all like they're no, he bullied me in college. What the <laughs> hell? He called me Dr. Dick. <laughs> never get over it. Dude, I love that. That is like my favorite like comic book dichotomy. Like, it's just like, why are they villains? Oh, they were roommates in college and he was kind of a dick to him. And he's never forgiven him. Like, that's great. Like but It's like he corrected his, his it, paper one time. You know what it is? It's insanely petty. And that's it's so you. petty and I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's petty, but also like Mr. Fantastic is a dick. Like, yeah, yeah. he's the dude that like Luke Cage was like, hey, I need to go to Latveria to get $200 from Dr. Doom. And Mr. Fantastic is like, oh, here's the keys to my rocket ship, buddy. Go nuts. <laughs> that is a real comic, by the way. That is yeah. So he just likes fucking with Doom. Is basically He lo- like, dude, it's like it's kind of all justified when you see Do- when you see Mr. Fantastic. Oh, just being a cool badass. Dude, his best friend. His best friend turned to a rock monster and he's like, I'm a monster, dude. And he's like, well, you can call me Mr. Fantastic in the same breath. <laughs> yeah. See, okay, okay. <laughs> Isn't that just him being kind of aloof? And he's very aloof, but also he's a he's a huge dick, and I love it. That's yeah. like the best part of. He can do it. I I be, I believe I believe that's why I'm okay with this. That's why I think it's a good choice. I mean, listen, I would have wanted Deb Patel. I think Deb Patel's great. Oh, Deb Patel would have been great. Deb, and maybe we get to see a stretch pipe. <laughs> oh man, ripped for her pleasure. Oh my oh. god, we're never gonna see Dev Patel's dong. Yeah, no. you know um, he, he's he's cooking up something else. It's called uh, Dong Patel. I mean, and he he just needs he, he needs to make a statement because <laughs> what I promise. I, like I can't be the only one in the the lawsuit uh, against <laughs> the, the class action lawsuit. The class action lawsuit for uh, Green Knight. <laughs> Green Knight, yes. I was anything. Furious. Yeah, so apparently the thing's fin- his his pinky and his ring finger are fused together oh, when sucks. he's in thing form because he only has three fingers on each hand. God, that sucks. Yeah. Ooh. I love having four fingers. Yeah, what a turtles have dude. Turtles have four fingers. Yeah, you know what, Steve? Well, no, they have three, don't they? Yeah, they got three. Oh yeah, you're right. They got three. So that's oh. even worse. So you know what? Yeah. I feel less bad for like, their bones are yeah, their bones aren't fusing together when they transform. You know? Yeah, I couldn't live like that. I need all my fingers. I mean, then, you know, they were total. How am I going to do two in the stink, two in the pink and one I screwed that up. <laughs> Chris, whosever stink this is, you're feeling <laughs> mighty generous. Oh, and also points to Chris. There is a scene where Hulk punches things rocks off, so he does get his rocks punched get off. Get his rocks off, Hulk. <laughs> we gotta jerk him off to slow him down. Let's <laughs> read. Do they do they rock back in? Do they rock back? They grow on? back. They grow back. Apparently, they just grow back. 
Okay, so it's it's like a healing factor. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's got a healing factor. He's super strong. He's an unbelievably powerful. Yeah, it's just like he is, but then the Hulk exists, and you're like, oh, Have you man. heard about this week's new comic book madness over in the Marvel Universe? No, what's going on? Spider Boy has shown up in Marvel Comics. The fuck is Spider Boy? Okay, let me. So Dan Slott is writing a, a new Spider Man run, and uh, apparently there was like some sort of like magical knife that was like killing <laughs> Spider Man and removing them from like the universes. Okay, and so like they they stabbed the the spider monster that was doing I don't know oh, I, for, I don't I don't know the setup but like out of nowhere a character named Spider Boy shows up and everyone's like who are you and he's like I'm Spider Boy remember me gang and they're like no and they're like what multiverse are you from and he's like I'm from here and they're like we don't know you and he's like but I'm from here <laughs> yeah you know what this is this gives me sentry vibes I don't know if you it's guys remember big, that dude, it's big sentry vibes wait yeah. a second wait a second there's spider boy from the amalgam universe right yeah. there's spider boy from the amalgam universe but this is like this is a different. new okay. character but also dude, what if it's not <laughs> this, this spider boy definitely needs to turn out to be like the villain he needs <laughs> to be like is that what he looks like? That's what his uniform looks like, but that is definitely like that's gotta be shot. So so come on. This is this is spider work. And you know what? To be fair, his outfit is kind of sick. Like it's it's not good bad look. Who is he? He looks like that looks like Blue Beetle. They he does look like Blue Beetle, especially with like the little ribbon. Oh, you know who he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. You don't think that's what he looks like? Obviously, that's <laughs> what. Who is uh, Spider Boy? Why? So, is so he... this is it. Spider Man number seven is the final chapter of the end of the Spider Verse, the latest crossover event. Like Blue Beetle, uh, with the various spider themed heroes of the multiverse. The storyline pit them up against Shathara, a predator who hunts Spider Men and Spider Women across the multiverse. Whoa. During the struggle, various spider heroes were stabbed by the Totem Dagger, a deadly blade capable of erasing someone from reality. Wow. Not only does it remove its victims from the timeline, but over time it causes them to be forgotten by everyone who knew them. Whoa. You know, this outfit, this the costume does kind of give me House of M Spider-Man vibes. Dude. Wait, you talking about Oh, what? Like just the co- the costume itself. Oh, so so apparently his name is Bailey. So he says in the comic, he says, Pete, Miles, hello. We've been on a million adventures together. Guys, you know me. It's Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's 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 like exactly the century stuff. But hey, fuck And suppo- supposedly they have been like in comics before. Supposedly. No way. No fucking that, way. That is what someone was saying in one of the Well, one of the it's breakdown. Dan Slott. He knows a lot about comics. Yeah, it's Dan Slott. <laughs> I'd say Dan Slott knows a good amount about could be real. comic books. Oh, that's crazy. I, You know, anything but Peter Parker. I'm down. <clears throat> <laughs> this is his sidekick, Chris. Really? Really? Parker's son. It, wait, is that a playoff of Ben Riley? Like... Ben and Riley. Oh. oh, you Chris, if you just Chris solved crack it, the code. Wow. <laughs> no way. That can't be right, That's... right? Well, Ben Riley is the real Spider-Man, remember? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And Peter was the clone. 
Yeah, uh, don't you read comics? Uh, <laughs> I remember when they retconned the retcon. I remember that. <laughs> Devin, yeah, I'm too busy reading Devin. about the oh, bone structure. Either. Listen, I'm reading the bone structure of Howard the Duck. Okay? Yeah, can we you tell me the bone structure of Bailey the Spider Boy? He's not in this one. Oh, maybe you should get the updated one, Devin, now that the spider totem knife has brought him back. <laughs> spider totem knife. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mystique's brain is in her arm. Ew. Ew. What the fuck? Devin, we can hear you masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> what if that was like, I just discovered my new kink? And I was like, oh, in the arm, baby. oh, your brain can go anywhere yeah. in your body. Oh, so sexy. <laughs> oh, come on. Boo. Leon. <laughs> okay. Leon, help. Ashley. 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 I always like that. Listen, man, the original Resident Evil 4 had soul. The new one is soulless. It's soulless. Yeah. I heard someone say that. I think it was Steve. <laughs> Steve, didn't you make a big, like, hour and a half long YouTube video about it? I did. I said, hey, I'm going to show you two title screens, but and also he, I'm going to have my audio all messed and up. And he played do James you think, Brown. Do you think there like, are people... Got soul. <laughs> do you think there are people in our Discord that actually didn't like the Resident Evil 4 remake and are too afraid to say it? I, I think there's yeah, I do. Passy. Yeah, like, yeah, I do. It's me. I hate that game. Yeah. You think Paul Massey hates it? I don't think he hates it. Oh no, he he just likes it, even though he hated the original, which makes no sense to me. But it's too brown. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Man. I, it's wait, fine. did he? I think played the, he played the original, right? Yeah, well, he, he hated, did. He hated it, it, and then he like went back to it years fought, later. We we fought with him how many times on the server oh, about Resident Evil Four? Yeah. To the point I mean, where it was just like we were just bold. He was he had a bold take. He just had a. He really was the forum villain of the day for many many a day. You think he's at like the golf range with all these boomers? He's like, oh, Resident Evil Four original wasn't that good, and they're like, "What the yeah, fuck? Am I right? Or am I right? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking what? about? <laughs> Resident Evil? What? I'm sorry. I have to go film a TikTok yelling at Zoomers from my <laughs> truck. <laughs> oh boy. Well. If that's everything, I think that's it for us tonight, folks. Mm-hmm. Put a old, put a old bow on this one. Yeah, old bow. Yeah, got that music. A little wrap bow it on. Up. Yeah, wrap put it, it on. on. Oh, you know, face into a parking lot. There, apparently, they're saying Guardians Three is the best one. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh yeah, scuttlebutt. Okay. It's the scuttlebutt. Right. Wait, James Gunn did that too. Yeah. Yeah. Yo. Super Superman Easter egg in there. <laughs> yeah, oh, boy. I heard. I heard. Uh, He's so bold. Peter Quill gets turned into Superman and casts a Superman in it. That's what. Ew. Sorry. Got him. He did a great job, as Mario. What the fuck was that? Was that billiard balls? <laughs> Devin, Devin's trying to get his rocks off. My, my, <laughs> oh, oh my god, that's awful. Okay, let's end this. I'm pulling the plug. <laughs>